Family Doc, if it doesn't resolve it. Safe sex, baby. Well, welcome to the Stansberry Show on a Friday morning. Yeah, safe sex. I, I, dude, I like us getting that message out there on a Friday morning as you all get prepared for your weekend. You know what? Yeah, if you're single, you're out there, you're having the sex. Let's be, let's, well, let's make it the safe sex. Joined every morning by Matthew Fantone. How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. If there's a problem, Lou Lube- may solve it. Yeah, baby. I know. I know. That's your official battle cry. Friday now. motto. Oh, dude, that's, that's 24 7. Somebody make me a meme. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. Yeah, could happen. Who knows? Here's what I like about this. Okay. Is that that whole piece, that whole little reel there, the Friday morning audio reel. Yeah. What I like about that is that's all like famous pieces of audio that have run on the program. Mm-hmm. And we're going to add to that today. Nice. We got a couple of really good pieces nice. today. 8.30. We have unearthed another pastor that thinks, honestly, something crazy about hookers and gay men. He believes these hookers have found a way to turn gay men straight. I Right. I don't understand people's obsession with trying to do that. I'm not judging, but whatever. But he believes that they have stumbled across at least one story where hookers were able to turn a gay man straight. Hookers, they're, frown, they're turning the frown upside down. They're turning gay men straight, dude. They're just doing amazing things out there, honestly. You're a little undervalued yeah, in today's I society. Mean. I think, yeah, a little undervalued. You know, you're, find, you're finding really good value in the fourth round there. You're doing, <laughs> doing good stuff you know, in the world. You just, know, with the hookers. Just making the world a better place. So we'll add to that, and then LeVar Ball has gotten more, like, wild, outlandish <laughs> things to say, so we'll run that for you. 9 o'clock, and add to the Friday morning audio reel. Also, 8.30, we'll pass out those corn tickets for you as they play August 2nd out of Blossom. Now, as we uh, bring up concerts, we did this a little bit yesterday. We're going to do it a couple of more times today because on Monday we'll be able to tell you. But at Monday, 810 on the uh, program, we're going to announce a show that Rock 1069 is bringing to Canton, Ohio. We're going to put them in a venue. uh, Well, I can't tell you which venue, but we are are bringing a band to Canton. And I, I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. When I read my email, I could not believe how right we got it. Like, I looked at Fantone. I said, he's obviously messing with us right and then we went to him and he said no this is happening we're gonna do this and i couldn't believe it and i'm pretty excited about it i went home and i listened to a bunch of their stuff yesterday i was like god this is gonna be such a good night it um it's exciting it's uh i can't wait for it to be monday though and rarely do i ever say that yeah, on, a friday, get through the weekend. on a friday at 6 11 dude i just can't wait for it to be monday but there is like i can't wait for it to be monday because honestly there are points yesterday i'm like god i just want to tell somebody I anybody i just want to tell them i know i did i told two people Jeez. that will that that would a never say anything because they both work in the radio business okay. other markets okay. and they were okay. like yo man that okay. is cool for you okay. like i call you know i call my friend heather call my friend dustin and they both do morning shows and my buddy Dustin said to me, he was like, man, he's like, I got to give it to you. He's like, I wish I was going to announce that show for my station on Monday. I said, I know. It's, I said, it's pretty sweet. I said, it's pretty sweet. I'm pretty excited. So. It's going to be tough. It, like for the next weekend for everybody who's like, dude, who is it? Who is it? What do you have coming on? What's going on? I, I mean, I must have taken 10 text messages yesterday, like directly after the show. Like, what are you guys doing? What do you have going on? I'm like, I can't tell you. I want to tell you. But I, I want to tell you. Here's I what I will tell, tell you. you. You'll want to go. Yeah, you will. Tickets are going to sell out really yeah, they fast. Will. They're going to sell out really fast because yeah, there's only going to be a handful. There's only going to be so many. They're going to sell out really fast. And you are going to want to be there. And this. People were making this speculation yesterday while listening to the program. This is not the Hall of Fame concert for Legends announcement. No, 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 no. no. This is completely different. It's not the concert for Legends 
announcement. This so, is a Rock 106.9 production. This is a Rock 106.9 exclusive show that we're going to bring and put into a venue. And I, honestly, I think it's pretty awesome. And as I checked this morning, they still do not have it announced via any of their online, any of their social media. So I wonder if we cut a deal with them for that. To shut up? Don't I say wonder. anything? Yeah. I wonder, too. Because once it hurt them, they know they're going to sell the venue right, out. It's not right. going to be a problem at all. So right. at the end of the day, if we get a little bit of head start with that, you know what I mean? I'm sure they probably cut a deal. Have not have not announced it via their social media or their uh, their official website. So, so. your girlfriend I saw yesterday yes. has followed suit. You did this first, then I did it. Now she did it. Your girlfriend bought a car yesterday. Yeah, indeed she did, man. Uh, my girlfriend uh, sent me a text message yesterday in the morning, and she's like, babe, she had the day off. She was like, babe, I think I'm going to buy a car today. And I was like, <laughs> what a, wow. I was just like, oh, okay. Wait now, till I get home. Well, right, 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 right. <laughs> there was a little bit of that where I automatically went into like man mode of like, well, wait till I get there and I'll do whatever. You're not going to get a good deal unless I'm standing right, there. Right, right. Well, my penis will take care of all that. This don't is worry. The, the deal maker. Right, right, right. I don't, you know, my girlfriend, a very capable woman, very, you know, independent yeah, she, and able. She's got a brain and she, all that. She makes, she makes good money. She does well. She can go buy her own car. Yeah, she works in banking. She, she understands she this stuff. She, she doesn't need me, but so I went into that automatically. Like, yeah, just just wait till I get home. So, um, so I got home and I was like, you know, w- what's what's going on here? And at the end of the day, I know her car that she had, um, ready to die, dude. She had a PT loser. It was just you know on over one hundred and fifty thousand miles. It was just ready to be done. And she's like, I'm just done stressing out about it. She's like, you know, it's every day when I'm driving to work, I'm just praying. Oh my god, I hope it doesn't break down. I hope it doesn't break down. I can't go on the freeway because I'm just worried that it's gonna break down yeah. as I'm driving on the freeway. Was and there at that point? Awful. At that point, I'm like, well, then, yes, Megan, we need to we need to do something right. here. Like, we can't we can't we can't be in this predicament no. for no reason. Because I'm causing a huge accident, cost yourself way more money. Exactly. So I was like, all right, let's 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 uh, let's go do this. And we, uh, you know, I bought my car from Ron Marhofer, and uh, I was very happy with everything about it. Um, the service, the car that I bought, and uh, the deal you that I got. You did get a good car. Yeah, dude. I'm, you did. You I, got a good car. I'm really, really happy with, yeah, the, with everything did. about it, man. And uh, Ended up making me buy a car. So, obviously, um, I, uh, you know, was like, well, this is, I think, where we should, we, should, we should go. And she had her list. She had done her research of, like, hey, here's the cars that I would buy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, she had to, like. Smart. You know, you, you, but before you buy. You don't want to go in blind. No, you don't want to just go in to a dealership and be like, sell me something. Right. Sell something. Of course. So she had her, her her list of cars that she wanted to take a look at. And um, high on that list was a Chevy Cruze. And we went to Marhofer. Um, there was an awesome cruise with under 20,000 miles. Oh, and that, God. That Brand new she, car. She got for a fantastic deal. And it was just like, Brand new car. how could we not yeah. pull the trigger on this? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, good if, for you. If it would have been, you know, they made it so easy where it was like, you know. Dude, let me ask you something. Okay. You got a new car your girlfriend's got? new car you just moved into a house dude yeah. did i didn't get a raise did you <laughs> no i did not get a raise either but 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 my girlfriend we got more vacation days my girlfriend got a big one hold recently me, hold me back before i faint and how good it was so so it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like did i am i making more money no, no. but she is and that makes, i know i'm just messing with well, you but makes, good, but good for you it makes everything easier yeah. dude when you're when your partner is making money and that's the thing i don't understand is dudes who are like my wife can't make more money than me dude if are you crazy? if my chick could make more money than me go for it I, yeah. I love it, dude. I, that's right. I'm just confident in my yeah. D game. Yeah. So, like, she can make more money. <laughs> I like, care. I feel like she's still going to stay. You buy groceries. Yeah, exactly. you, I don't care. You know, you and I were talking about this off the air yesterday. You know, and you said to me, you're like, yeah, you know, ever since my girl got this better job, things have been a little easier. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, right now, 
If I had a living girlfriend right. who was paying half my bills right. right now, my life would actually be great. And you don't have a kid. You know what I'm right. saying? Because exactly. most people, once you get into that live-in situation, it's yeah. like, oh, we have a kid. And it's like, not us, dude. Just, just <laughs> Tag, double, not it. double income, no kids. Life's not the worst. Yeah, that's life's, not bad. Life's there. not the worst. That, that's so, not bad. Uh, shout out to Jordan at Marhofer. Also, shout out to Debbie, who is a huge, and when I say huge, I mean a huge Stansberry Show fan. Oh, and nice. Debbie is called the grandma of the dealership. Like, she's like, that's her life. Like, you know, her her title everyone calls her around there. And so now, now I'm not gonna ask for a phone number. <laughs> so anymore. when Jordan comes up to me and he's like, Hey, one of the one of the women that works here wants to meet you. She loves you, loves Stansberry, loves the show, um, you know, just is a huge fan. And I'm like, Okay, well, who who cool. is it? Yeah. And <laughs> out comes little old Debbie and she's like, Hello. And really? Oh, it's adorable, dude. It was the best. It really was. So, I tell people all the time, like people because again. Everyone gets stereotyped. I don't care who you are. You've been stereotyped at your job. Everybody gets stereotyped, right? And so, like, rock station guys are kind of stereotyped as, like, only people in tie-dye or, like, you know, five-finger T-shirts are are the ones that listen. And it's so far outside the reality of what actually happens. And that, yeah, I'm always a little shocked. I'll be in the grocery store, and, like, a little old lady will say something to me. I'm like, you're like my mom's age. And my mom would vomit if she heard me say But, again, because she's my mom. Well, and you you have to remember, too, that your mom in front of you, of course, is going to vomit. Oh, Daniel, I can't believe you listened to that. But when your mom's in the car by herself, just like every other mom. She's probably listening to some dude. In Vegas, right? Seems, right and there's exactly two dudes like who me. are actually pretty good at it. You know, she's probably cracking up. I can't believe I laughed at Dildo. Right? Yeah, right. But she, exactly. yeah, she probably did. You know what I mean? She hates, hates, hates when I do it. The power of the Stansberry <laughs> Show, making your mom laugh about dildos. Good job, guys. Dude, get that on a shirt. Get it on a shirt. Make it happen. All right. So, major, major concert announcement for Canton. Coming up Monday morning, 810. Uh, we do have corn tickets. We'll pass those out 830. And Fantone always tells you that, you know, don't expect clean food. You're just not going to get clean food. And another example headed your way next on Rock 106. Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. When you're waiting to the corn show, 830 this morning. They're playing August 2nd out of Blossom, bringing Stone Sour. We'll send you to that at 830. It's a also, good lineup. It is really a good lineup. Also at 830. We have a piece of audio from a pastor who believes he has stumbled across the story where a couple of hookers turned a gay man straight. Now, I want to just make this abundantly clear. Nobody in this room feels like gay dudes need to be turned straight. This is more about the fact that I feel like this piece of audio is a little ridiculous. So we'll run it for you, 830. Got to be some powerful hookers there. Yeah, a little bit. Also, 730, there's a story I'm afraid to do. What is it? I'm uncomfortable. It's local. Okay. I have to call somebody out, a, a person of power okay. that misused their position a little bit. And uh, it makes me uncomfortable. But at 730, we're going to have to do that. Stansberry holding feet to the flames. Yeah, a little bit today. All right. A little bit. I like it. And uh, I, I don't like when I have to do that. But we will do that at 730. You know, I was always taught not to question the good things in life. Right. But I'm a suspicious Anxiety-driven person. Okay. And I'm nervous. Yeah, you are, dude. I am. Yeah, you are. I am nervous about what's what's going on in our lives right now. Okay? Like, and I shouldn't be. We just signed a two-year extension. Which, dude, most people do not have a piece of paper in front of them that says, hey, you have a job for two years. Right. So you, most people, dude, would stab somebody for that. And you and me were like, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Son of a bitch. Honestly, out about it. very lackadaisical about signing it. Ah, they had to text cares? me like 10 times. Uh, it's like, seriously, today, sign it. 
And I get it, right? That's his job to make sure the paperwork yeah. gets buttoned up and all that stuff. And we've said it before. We know that, dude, it's really to take care of them, not us. Right. But at the end of the day, we have a piece of paper that says you have a job for two years. Yeah, exactly. And that's a good thing. It's basically say we want you... Right. Ish. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's good. Right. Right? That's happening. And then again, Monday at 810, we're going to make this concert announcement where Rock 1069 is going to bring a really cool band into Canton, Ohio to play. Big, and so, biggest thing we've done as as since we've been at Rock 1069? Yes. Not even close. Right. Okay. Not right. even close. Right. So it's big. It's a significant thing yeah. that we're doing here. So that's really cool. Awesome. And then... And again, I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole here because the company really doesn't like when you do a bunch of this stuff. But there are people who listen to the show every day who kind of complain about, that's probably too strong of a word, but mention that the music can be a little repetitive (laughs) and maybe not like as current as you would like. Okay. Okay. So, and and I sympathize, even though I think mostly Rock 1069 has been in the right lane. Mostly. Everybody, yeah, everybody can make room for adjustment here or there. Right. But mostly Rock 106.9 has been in the right line. Tough position for radio stations to be right. in. Can't you, please you, all people you, at all times. you got to have a wide net, but you also have to be able to you know, have a, a net that grabs people. So it's a, it's a balancing act. There. But looking through our music log today, yeah. Yeah. and actually this started a little bit yesterday, yeah. like it got better like overnight. Something going on. So now, right. We bring, we're, bring, we're making an announcement Monday to bring Huge a really cool band to town. And like today, like we're playing much better music. Now, are you still going to hear ACDC as you just did? Of course. Welcome to Rock Radio. But there's also going to be some stuff today played where you're going to be like, oh, I didn't think Rock 1069 would do that. And so I don't want to question the good things because everything I've been asking for is like now starting to happen. And I feel like, where's this Acme Anvil that's right. headed right? Just bought a car and it's like now Rock 1069 is like, get out. Like, I'm terrified of that right now. Just like when Jerry and George signed the pilot deal and Costanza just starts freaking out about cancer. No, I completely understand where your head's at yeah. right now, man. I, I mean, it's I, like I there's so much good that's right. happening. It's like, where's the semi headed right. right for me that I don't see? Standing around the corner, just, just waiting get, for you. Just, well, I, t- I tell you, I. Uh, yeah, I'm worried very much about a cartoon like Crash. I'm I'm terrified of it. So I I, I but I guess I'm just gonna roll with it and okay. be happy because okay. we're doing cool things, passing out cool tickets, playing cool music today. I can't believe it. Stansberry might be doing all right, dude. It's, it's almost Friday. like I work, it's, it's gonna be 65. <laughs> right, nice. got a little golf coming later this afternoon for sure. Just got my wedges regripped yesterday. I want to thank Foxy Golf for that. Thank you. You guys were awesome. Doing good. And so yeah, things are good. And I can't believe it. So I'm probably gonna die this afternoon. <laughs> But seriously, we're playing multiple songs later in the program today, and I'm like, oh my god, thank god. Like, I've been wondering why we don't do this, and now we're doing it. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, have, to, uh, I'll have to congratulate dumbass Daryl, pat him on the back, and get him a Reese cup or something. I think probably send that thing, <laughs> you know, send that email a little higher up that chain, maybe. So Fantone has worked in, I don't know, You do you even know how many restaurants? Um, a lot, dude. I mean, I think last time I did the count, I've had over 30 jobs in my life, and I would Jesus. say... Jesus. But they're all radio stations and, and radio restaurants. Radio stations and restaurants, dude. Just stay in the arse. A lot of times they overlapped you know what i'm saying probably it's, working both at once right right right, right. you know you, you probably part- thinking about doing it now <laughs> part-time at a station working part-time <laughs> at a restaurant but um uh 10 plus restaurants i'd probably say 15 plus restaurants and when you think about it i've worked in every avenue of restaurants i've worked at sandwich shops i've worked at, at fast food joints i've worked in fine dining i've worked in like you know diner and right, five-star diner restaurants and fi- all of them i've worked i've worked every food job you can have pretty much quickly which is the hardest 
Um, as a waiter, uh, obviously five star, right? Because the crowd. Yeah, because of the crowd. But at that point, I mean, you are, make, are you're good. making great money. You, if every if every table is spending minimum of a hundred bucks, two people is a hundred bucks, dude. You're making twenty bucks a table. That was great. So it was worth it. Oh god, you no, know, wait, because people always speculate. Who does tip more um, or better? I mean, at the end of the day, people with more money tip better. Now, if you're going to talk about like the percentage of it, it can go either way. I don't think there's ever one. But if people know when you spend 100 bucks, you have to put more than five bucks down. If you spend if you spend 45, some people are like, oh, it's fine if I put five down. You know what I mean? So that's Ugh. that's where you get into the into the is people who think the five dollar tip is acceptable over a certain amount. OK, so, um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they've, they've all got their ups and downs and everything, but they all, you know, at the end of the day are kind of the same job. They really are. It's just a different setting. Right. Paintings are different on the wall, right. but essentially it's it's still service of other people. Uh, hi, my name's Matt. What can I get for you? Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, we'll yeah. get you an honor, Palmer. Yeah, right, there yeah. you go. But you have said many, many times that, you know, the expectation of clean food is, you know, that you can get clean food from here to there, but it but if you eat out enough, you've eaten things that you wish you didn't. And yes, it's probably fair. On a, on, a, on a lot of different fashions there, um, I think inevitably if you eat out enough, somebody has messed with your food. Like somebody has intentionally spit in, Because done of your attitude. Gross. Well, whether it was your attitude or they just thought it was funny, somebody has done that at some point or another. Enough younger people work in restaurants and they don't understand the ramifications yet. Young, old, whatever. There's really there's, there's like, crappy people, dude. Like, I get that, but. Dude, your age still think it's funny to oh, like like lo- like loogie in food. Guys, my age and older who have been working in restaurants their entire life, not making enough money, dude. They go home smelling like fryer grease every single night. They're pissed off at their wife. They got some chick pregnant from Applebee's three years ago, and now now she's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. There, it's not it's not a, it's not a young person thing. It's 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 it's, it's anyone. Uh, okay, all right. Um, so so yeah, somebody's messed with your food. There's inevitably been times where somebody didn't properly refrigerate or or heat a food that you ate, and you. You know, that's you can get you real sick, right? There's inevitably people been, do that at home too. They'll put something like piping hot right into the fridge. It's like that's not good. Inevitably, there's just so many different ways you can uh, make food gross. It's happened. All those different ways have happened. It's impossible you. for it's you impossible not to have for you not to have happened. Somebody didn't wash their hands after they went to the bathroom. Somebody didn't, Ugh. you know, somebody didn't wash the dishes the way that they were supposed to wash, and you put that fork right in your mouth and like. Mm. See, that's what's cool about our job. Like, if we screw up on a massive level, like maybe a spot doesn't run which we right. can make up in the next hour right. or maybe Godsmack plays back to back which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world and so Ooh, like maybe may, you know what I mean maybe things like that happen right. but like nobody's gonna get like foodborne illness because right. we screwed up and, and that really does it, it, it lends it puts in, me at ease well I, for you but you think about how much how much you go out to eat and like think about the people and the places that you go out to eat at like it, oh anytime I go to dinner with a woman we always ask for the table for her name for sure. It should uh it should be it should be a concern for people that like Yes, if we do something stupid, whatever, nothing happens. But, dude, if the McDonald's employee making $7 an hour does something stupid, we could all get sick. And it's like, ah, whatever, who cares? They're teenage, blah, blah. It's like a pretty important job, making sure that people aren't getting foodborne illnesses. Yeah. I mean, there should, should be, be higher yeah. priority, right? We should all be a little bit more concerned about that, I think. A little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can get people sick on a massive level. Now, I, I don't know if I have the name of this city right. Is it Pflugerville, Texas? It's P-F-L-U-G-E-R-V-I-L-L-E. Sure. Pflugerville, sure. sure. right? Yeah. All right? I think I have it right. Pflugerville, all right. All right, so a woman's eating um, some tacos. Okay. In Pflugerville. Pflugerville. Texas. 
probably delicious tacos too. And uh, yeah, I, well, well, they would have been. Uh, okay. She was eating some barbacoa, and she opened oh, nice. one of them. Yeah, I like barbacoa a lot. Love it. And uh, and I'm looking at these photos. She posted this on her Facebook, of course, obviously, and it's gone now viral because she found a row of teeth. Ugh. And it's, I mean, it's a full blown row. Like I, I, like I pulled the photo up, and like she was eating at this uh, restaurant called El Rincon, and I hate to do that because I know there's restaurants here right. locally called that. Um, and this was not here again. This was in Texas where this has happened. But she found a row of like teeth. Now, obviously, I mean, barbacoa is like shredded, like you know what I mean. You shred the animal, so this is obviously just parts being thrown into a grinder and not being ground up well enough, right? Yeah, I mean, barbacoa, correct me if I'm wrong, it's beef. Yeah, it's yes. spicy beef. Um, and it's delicious. It is. It's great. Um, and yes, obviously things are getting ground up. And, and but it's, it, all right, So I have this here. Barbacoa is cooked with different parts of the cow, but mostly from head or the cheek of the cattle. I didn't know that was a face meat. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know barbacoa was, I was eating face there. I mean, not that it's going to change anything for me, but I'll still eat it. But I didn't know that was face meat. I didn't know. Yeah, I would have never known that. I figured that was just like rump, you know what I'm saying? Just like anything else. Any cut of the meat, I don't know where from the animal it comes. Delicious. Who cares, I guess. Um, And I guess really that does go to show you if it... If you don't know, do you really care? No, you don't care. Because there's people where I'm never going to eat barbacoa again. Yeah, Why? You are. It's still delicious. If you watch this video of how this restaurant does this, you'll never eat it eat again. It. Yeah, you will. Um, because it's two bucks. The thing <laughs> that I, I didn't know if I necessarily bought into this woman's story for oh, you some don't buy reason. It. Well, the reason I don't is because looking at those teeth, I don't know if those look like cow teeth to me. I don't know how cow's teeth look. And weren't there like... like and scissors in there, and like it looked like, yeah, it, I, it looked like to me, it looked like like uh, rodents' teeth or something like that. Okay, see, to me, I I was a little curious because to me, it looked more like from the the swine family, maybe. So either we got one of two things going on there, which you're gonna have pork tacos and a and a taco well, place too. Yeah, but if you're getting presented something that's like, hey, this is barbacoa, either we've got you know meat products being sold as beef that aren't actually beef, which is very concerning, dude. If you're just getting random ass animals that you think are like, hey, enjoy this steak burrito, yeah. and, you're, and you're eating raccoon, that's it's very concerning. Ah, the, dude. Well, the stereotype is always that you know Asian restaurants are the ones doing it, but I guess you know why why wouldn't a Mexican restaurant do it? Why wouldn't you know? It, I, somebody needs to get to the bottom of that. By the way, you think that's a real thing? I, no, <laughs> I don't. I just, dude. I, I would like to be rocked into a little bit more confidence. Just need on like it. a Snopes article on it. I understand. That's it. it always that's makes all me I feel want. good too. It's like, dude, all right, it's on Snopes. It's fine. All you people want to fact check presidents. I don't. Who cares? <laughs> What's in my general sows? I need to know. I need, Oh, okay. So I was not going to do this, but I'm going to wrap myself. But up. here we go. <laughs> all right. I did something food related the other night. I swore I never would. Okay, and and it's been a topic of conversation on the program a plenty. Lately. Okay, what'd you do? So I, I made a steak at home the other night. All right, and we've been talking about it so much that I put it on the plate, and okay. it, and it, honestly, it was like just it wasn't like a great steak. It was just like you know a decent steak from the grocery sure. store or whatever. Sure. Not not good, not bad. Well, Tuesday kinda, night steak, kind of like in the middle there. Right, like, okay. I didn't go crazy trying to make like a great steak. So okay. it was just you know a nice piece of meat. Right. And so I was going to, I have in my refrigerator, I have a bottle of A1, like black, like uh, peppercorn sauce. Okay. And I kind of like that, okay. right? Well, that's good for the middle piece of meat. Middle there. piece of meat. You know, it's it, it's not a it's not a fine piece, but you still you still want a little flavor there. A little A1, Again, if I, I go you. to a really good steakhouse, I'm probably just going to eat it the way it comes Shouldn't out. Shouldn't need right? to. But I, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to use this. And as I'm grabbing it out of the fridge, next to it is the bottle of Heinz 57. <laughs> Okay. And we had been talking about like ketchup on steak. 
and ketchup on steak. And like multiple people like came after me and was like, I can't believe you're going to call me a redneck for doing that. I love that. And so I was like, okay, let's see. Haven't done it since I was a small child. Let's see. And so I brought both of them out to the, you know, to the table. And I tried two bites of steak with ketchup on it. And it was honestly gross. I mean, it was gross. The thing with ketchup is, is that like it's an overpowering taste. Like that's why you know, it's like mayonnaise, like that. Well, like if you get too much of it, it's all you taste. It, well, you don't really taste the French fry. You taste the ketchup. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a vehicle for ketchup to your mouth. So I, I just don't. I that's don't, true. I don't think steak is. It, it, I'm sure it was overpowered. I'm sure it was like you yeah. couldn't even taste the meat. You just had that vinegary sweetness of ketchup. Yeah. Like it, it's just honestly, those two flavor combinations just don't work for me. And I and I love ketchup. I'll put it on a bunch of things, but I don't put it in my macaroni and cheese either. I don't do all that. So you don't think that these teeth in these barbacoa burrito or, uh, tacos were, in fact... I think that it possibly could have been. I just think at that point you're dealing with either, like I said, you know, uh, somebody who's presenting meat as it's not, which is very concerning. Yeah, that would and be. And I guess at the end of the day, you can't be too surprised when you find something like this in meat. We're talking about animals that we killed and, and processed for food. Now, you'd like to think standard quality. Mass production, by the way. Right. You'd like to think standard qualities were high enough to miss something like I this. I mean, you get lemons in cars. You get lemons in everything right. you do in production. There's obviously going to be slips through the cracks. I, I guess this is to me like you know how they talk about well you know so much rat hair in a peanut butter jar right. it's like well you can't avoid rats when you have that many peanuts together and inevitably there's going to be some sort of conveyor belt you know, right. somebody's going to run right. right so that's the way that works i just i i i gotta tell you for all the times i've eaten out like i've had food that wasn't good i've had stuff that maybe wasn't you know you know cooked up to temperature and i've had to send things back this and that like for as many restaurants sometimes it's four restaurants a day Jesus, <laughs> you God know what damn. i mean and i've wow. never and i so like my odds of this and like wow. like flying too much like you think you'd be dead like i should have like run across like maybe i did and just i yeah, just take, maybe my bites are so big <laughs> rows of teeth are just getting by me that could totally happen before you answer your smartphone you're going to hear what I have to say next on Rock 106.9. Sperry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We might reach a high of 68 today. Jeez. Now, nicer weather makes people want to drive newer cars. I know that was one of the cases for me. I was like, man, it's about to be summer. I want a new car. So if you're car shopping, you're going to need a loan. So let's send you to CSE Federal Credit Union. It's the bank I use. Because it's the perfect time for you to get a car loan. No matter what you're looking for, CSE has a loan for them. Whether it be your first car, second car, ATV, motorcycle, RV, no matter what you're looking for. Get some killer rates, terms up to 84 months, and you can find all this info out. Make an appointment via their website, cscfcu.com. Uh, I have bad news for you, Phantom. What because is it? it? Well, well, it is Friday. Yeah. And good uh, news. Well, no, I know normally we like to like run out the door. Yeah. But uh, our sister station down the hallway has an artist coming in at 11 o'clock and I don't know if you've read your email yet but they're kind of asking politely and it's one of these it's not required but required it's like one of those and they're playing at 11 which you know what this means they're gonna show up at 11 then they're gonna meet everybody shake everybody's hand they're actually gonna play around 11 30 they're gonna play a half hour now it's noon and then it's like 20 more minutes of shaking dude you're not getting out of here today till almost one o'clock in the afternoon um ocean park standoff i was gonna say unless it's mob deep i'm not coming is that right yeah mob deep only it's the only band bringing me in right now i, dude, I would be excited about that hell yeah dude the infamous come on 
I loved Mob Deep back in the day. So uh, I'm going to give you a piece of information here that you've gotten before. This isn't breaking news or anything like that, but um, your cell phone's really dirty. And it turns out it's more dirty than the average toilet seat. And you reach for it and you put it up against your face. That's gross. Dirtier than like the, that public toilet you won't use. You essentially rub all over your lips and cheek every time you want to talk to you know your significant other. Which is kind of gross. And I will say that obviously my phone's no cleaner than anybody else's. But I do have like those like Clorox wipes, and I wipe my cell phone down with one of those like three times a day. Like three times a day. I guess, you know, obviously this is a problem that a vast majority of people are dealing with, and it sounds disgusting, but like we're all still alive, right? Nobody's like dying from this, Yeah, but maybe this is why your stomach doesn't feel so good sometimes, and why maybe, you know, maybe you're spraying from your A versus like taking some solids, and it's because because you you got fecal on your lips because you keep reaching for your phone. So here's some other things. They say your shoes, obviously, your kitchen sink, playground equipment, reusable shopping bags, which I don't buy into, and uh, any electronic device, like your remote and all that stuff, are all dirtier than a toilet. I wonder, I mean, how I, I want to say how is that possible just based on the fact of like, you're right, you're blowing turds into the toilet. Yeah, but you're flushing them down. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like, I mean. And if we're talking your toilet. Right. Which we're probably not, they're probably talking about a public, but like your toilet, I would think. You clean. I, I mean, right? Like, well, I like I like clean mine like once a week. I was going to say probably once a week. Public toilets, I bet you for the most part, are getting cleaned once a day minimum, if not more, dude. I bet you the McDonald's bathroom, the... the, the, the not know. downtown. Well, but I mean, it's probably somebody's job where it's like at least you have somebody... So is this, but we have. Well, acid. somebody... But but think about all the, like, the, the, the people who don't clean their homes. I just feel like I'm not necessarily signing off on, on, a, on a private toilet in someone's house being any cleaner than a public one. Really? Now, of course, there's more cheeks on a public one. Now, see, because here's what I would say. You're right. Case by case. Right. I would view your toilet. Mine personally. Yes. Okay. To, I would expect, like, if I came into your home, yeah. spent the night, yeah. and so you got to wake up and take your morning. Yeah, it's very fantastic. Waking up together. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I would expect. Funny pajamas. Just n- hanging out, drinking coffee. No. no. Step brothers, do we just bunk beds? <laughs> just eating bowls of cereal, watching so, cartoons. I would expect uh, my expectation waking up in the Fantone household yeah. would be for your toilet to be cleaner than something I'm going to use in public. Uh, once a week, it's in a weekend. It's it's on my week, weekend chores. Like I have to clean. All right, the bathroom. well, I'm spending the night Sunday. <laughs> top, top to bottom, poop free. So yeah, you know what? I think that's a good thing. All right, Fantone's been watching a piece of video. Over and over and over again since we both got here this morning, and he can't stop laughing about it. So I'm going to let him go off about this piece of audio that's got him all broken up in the sides. Next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We know, parents, it can be difficult to feed your kids inexpensively and healthily all at the same time. Wendy's here to help you out after 4 p.m. Grab a kid's meal, quality kid's meal, for just $1.99 after 4 p.m. You can go with the grilled chicken wrap, the ultimate chicken grilled breast, dressed up with crisp lettuce, cheddar cheese, smoky honey mustard sauce, all wrapped in a flour tortilla. You can grab that with apple slices or natural cut fries and a drink. It's available at participating Wendy's for a limited time. And again, after 4 p.m., Wendy's offering up quality kids' meals for just $1.99 every day after 4 p.m. So uh, 
you've kind of made me aware, Fantone has, uh, of a story coming out of Maslin. A little Tiger Town action. Yeah, a little Tiger Town action here. That, uh, and uh, you've looked into this more than I have. So, like, what's going on? All right. So, essentially, what's happening here is over at Civil Park, uh, everybody knows about the Maslin Reservoir. Okay. Um, well, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources has said the condition of the Maslin Spillway is amongst the worst in the state and poses a danger if heavy flooding occurs. Um, one major storm, essentially, is what they're talking about. Okay. And in this article, uh, sending a tidal wave of water downstream, putting, Dear, li- putting, putting lives and property at risk. So, I mean, Can't we're, have that. We're, we're talking about something very very significant here. This isn't like, oh, well, you know, it's a cosmetic thing. or As it's, it's raining a, now. Right. I mean, this is a, 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 I don't want to say a life or death matter, but this has potential. Could be. This has potential to turn into a situation Dear like God. that. Um, so the Ohio Department of Natural Resources is yeah. kind of uh, laying a strong hand on Tomaslin right now saying, listen, you guys have to do something. And I guess from this what article. What do you do? Um, they don't care if it's repaired or removed or replaced or whatever it is, but the Ohio Department of Natural Resources like, you guys have have to do something here. Now, the Maslin Reservoir is a landmark, a local landmark. I mean, people genuinely... I feel comfortable saying that. Well over 100 years old and and been a part of, you know, everyone's life and I think everybody has kind of like a, you know, oh, the the, the reservoir down at at Sippo Park, everyone kind of has that little bit of nostalgia or or, or that, you know, it's endeared to them and people in the community are very upset about the concept of this this going away. I guess right now it's being drained. I don't know what they're going to be doing in the future, how they're going to be moving ahead with this, but right now it's being drained and I don't know if that's going to be the removal of it or if that's going to what, I wonder. what that's going to turn into I'm sure uh, you know more details throughout the day and probably uh, you know the next week to come I mean if it, it's 130 years old and like wow. you can't when, you, when you're depending on infrastructure to last 130 years you're getting into a dangerous territory there I know we all have like oh shucks it'd be great I, but I mean less severe this is sort of kind of what happened with New Orleans right 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 Very, I mean obviously less severe because you know not a port city and not you know not that much water but like that's but it could be I mean you could see damage like serious damage happen. Yeah, I mean, there's meetings with city officials right now, the park board. Um, they're lowering the water as much as they possibly can, and then they're going to determine on how, how how they're going to move forward with this. Interesting. Um, people in Tigertown uh, fired up about the reservoir. There. Yeah, I would imagine they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I mean, if I lived there, I would be concerned about what's happening with that. I would want to know what's happening with that. The resi there. All right. We'll stay on top of that, and uh, we hear any more, we'll be sure to pass it out to you. So you stumbled across, not stumbled across, it was all you could see yesterday, was like this piece of audio. And Fantone just loves this audio, or not audio, I'm sorry, video. video yeah. You saw this piece of video, and everybody should have seen this, I would imagine, it was all over yesterday. And you just can't get over it. Well, it's a hilarious video, dude, it really is. And this is Trump getting into the 18-wheeler, what essentially was the White House lawn, right? Like, it was like right out in front of there. And I saw him getting beaten up a little bit on some of the blogs. Not so much most of the, you know, the news sites, but a lot of the blogs were beating him up because he looked right. kind of childish and all that. And I don't really have an issue with him getting in there and like honking the horn and like grabbing the steering wheel and looking like he's barreling down the road. I don't have a problem with it. I, I think that there's part of it that's kind of like, isn't that what he was kind of supposed to do in that moment? 
Yes. Now, I do- okay. So you're not looking to jump up and down on him about this. No, this this isn't why I'm saying, dude, Donald Trump unfit to be president. <laughs> this has absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, with Yeah, I it. mean, it would be crazy to make that argument. But this certainly, if you haven't seen the video yet, go check it out. WRQK.com. Um, obviously, people have turned this into a lot of different memes and stuff like that. But it's genuinely hilarious to watch him like get up into that truck, and you can tell he's excited. The president of the United States of America, like the, the most powerful man in the world, is legit pumped to be getting into a truck and pretending like he's driving. It's hilarious. Yeah, I mean, there were moments throughout the eight years of Barack Obama's presidency where he got well, to do things like this, and he enjoyed it, and it's it's funny. But being to drive a truck is what makes it so funny. It's not like he's like, you know, oh my God, what an honorable moment. I can't believe, like... You know, this is happening to me. You're getting into a truck and pretending to drive it. Like I love this, it. Bro. it I do. So funny. I, I, it so is funny. funny. Like when you see it, it's hard not to like smile and giggle. And here's the thing I don't think that was the worst thing. Because even people who dislike Donald are going to walk away from that chuckling about it a little bit and you can't hate him for it. Uh, you can't you can't hate him for that, but people who hate him are going to like you said, like they're going to turn that into into well this is why this is why okay. he's unfit to be president. To be fair, I, I I should probably state what I what I mean to say differently because you're right. The people that hate him are just going to dig their heels in even more. No matter what. But though. I think if you're on the fence on him, this is one of those things that warms him to you. And like I said about the NCAA tournament bracket about how he wouldn't do it, you got to do stuff like that cuz it warms you to people who were standoffish about you, right? And I think this may have done that a little bit yesterday. Now, you know, obviously, he, he didn't just... Dude, if I put you in an 18-wheeler today, that's what you're going to do. Oh, like, no question. There, you know what this was a little bit? He George Bushed it a little bit. And Bush was good at this. That's why, honestly, that's why a lot of the country liked George, is because he could be that guy. Obviously, a um, you know a president is going to have a lot of different things going on throughout their day. Oh yeah, and truckers of America are dude extremely important people. There's dude, no question about it. That job is so important. It's so, how everything you buy gets to where it goes. A tough job for tough people too, dude. I used to deliver liquor, and honestly, driving around in a truck and getting in and out of it, dude, he's slanging boxes around, dude. It sucks. It's a terrible gig. I, I hated it. But and, you know, it's a job that has to happen. And guys and, and women who go out there every day and do it hats off to you no question about oh, it dude my uncle owns his own truck so i'm glad it's I'm, a big deal i'm glad that i'm glad that donald trump um you know found time for for truckers and i know he didn't just like say hey truckers come let me play with your big semi bring it on over man um no he's talking healthcare with him but with so many different things going on yesterday i guess the argument to be made would be like dude do you really have time to go up there and start going to play trucker and stop yeah. pulling on your yeah, yesterday think, was a big day in politics i dude. get that but you know but that job doesn't stop and so what you look for is we know the, the president's not putting out every fire in the moment the fire's in there, right? Most of the time he's getting the collection of information towards the end of the day. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I get that there were other things going on, but that's oh, there's always going to be things going on. And I don't have a huge problem with showing American workers in an industry that we need. And honestly, no matter what happens to the world. I understand more people shop digitally, but guess what? That product still has to get to you. Oh, yeah. And so it's still going to be trucks for a while. So this is an industry that that is, I mean, it's part of the backbone of our society, trucking is. And so I'm all right with him breaking bread there. Because as many other things was happening, that's one of those things that needed to happen, too. That's one of those business. Like, there are people who can, like, 
We're going to take the day off work, show us how important we are. All right? That's been all the rage lately. And I'm not knocking it. But if truckers decided to do that for two months, dude, think about your life without truckers for two months. It would suck. Like, it would suck. So, like, I, th- that is, yeah, he, that is a group of people you do need to pay attention to. Just loaded up and trucking, baby. On down 77 southbound. And I knew when I saw it, I was like, he's going to get beaten up for this. But overall, I didn't hate it. He came off human. I, I, yes. For I, a guy who struggles to do that, it came off superhuman yeah, to me. We, I, like you said, anybody, any one of us who isn't a trucker, if you get up into the, if you get up into the bed, man, uh, get, uh, I did. I'm four. Uh, dude, I, dude I'm, a, I'm an old man. This would be the first thing I would do when course, I got there. Of course, I'm going to turn into a child the moment you put me in there. I just, like I said, I mean, I just yesterday was a big day. A lot of things happening in the world, and to a part, to an extent, it was just like. Bro, I, I'd love to sit around and play trucker all day too, man. But. I, I did. I hear that, but this didn't. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay, I'm not saying I'm right, but this did not come off to me dodging of responsibilities to play truck. It didn't look that way. When to me. when when your entire party is in revolt with each other because of healthcare, I feel like, dude, you got to be in the office doing some work, not pulling on the truck. Some would say that him being in the truck, taking people's minds off of everything you just said, is doing some work. It may not be the work we prefer him to be doing, but it is work. And I think he came off human. And for the people that are middle of the road on him, the people that don't like either like or hate him, I think he humanized himself a little. And he's missed opportunities to do that over the last few months with the NCAA bracket and things like that. I think he probably earned himself a little favor. And it just, you're right. The people that hate him were going to hate him anyway. No, dude, he could have done the world's greatest work yesterday on the serious matters. And the people that hated him were still going to hate him. So I don't think you lost much here. What I have to do next on the radio show, I don't like. I'll be honest with you. I don't like it. We have to call out a, a, a person who abused some power here locally in a very important group of people. And uh, I, it makes me nervous to do that. But it is my job, so we'll do that next on Rock 106. Even if you're having an issue, he can find a way to blame it on his mother. How could you unfriend your mother? The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. 8.30, we have a piece of audio you're not going to want to miss. And we'll also pass out a pair. <laughs> Excuse me. Corn tickets as they play August 2nd out of Blossom Music Center. Bringing Stone Sour part of that. We'll get you hooked up around 8.30. Dude, I hear the Canton Charge one last night. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Canton Charge uh, won 10 of their last 11 games, nice. including last night. The magic number is down to one for their playoff run, so uh, hopefully they'll be able to lock that up soon. Uh, huge night for Canton. Kay Felder playing, uh, scoring, I think, 28 points. Eric uh, Moreland scored his 24th double-double of the season. 24 double-doubles on the season for Eric Jeez. Moreland. Can't believe that dude hasn't gotten called up yet, but uh, he put in a yeah, big game. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. John Holland performed really well. Jordan Crawford took six steals last night. Can't charge, dude. Playing tough right Wait, now. Wait, how many double-doubles? 24 double-doubles on now, the season for what? Eric Moreland. Is there like 50 games? Not many. I mean, it's, it's way less than the than the. Than I, mean, the I think it's regular like close season. to 50. Yeah. So like, we're approaching half the games he had a double-double in? Stud, dude. Eric Moreland's awesome. Just cleaning up boards, You're bro. right. I'm 
surprised somebody hasn't picked that kid up. Yet. Dude, a strong basketball player and wow. is able able to, to to work hard around the hole. I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad. You see, my Oregon Ducks won again last night. Speaking of basketball, the NCAA tournament, I they did. were my pick to win it all. And I, I did. And I said, I was like, I'm betting my heart, not my head here. But dude, Oregon gets it done again. Now they won by one. Right, beat Michigan though, which yeah. is one of the hottest teams, which was one of the hottest teams in basketball running up into it. So, I like uh, my Ducks a lot right now. Arizona lost last night yeah, too. Yeah, so. that's I dude. I guarantee you that broke up some brackets. Course, they were a favorite. Of course, yeah, of, so, course uh, of course. And uh, it'd be interesting to see what comes out of all that. Again, uh, coming up at nine o'clock, we'll have a little piece of audio from Lavar Ball, Lonzo Ball's dad. Uh, he and Stephen A. Smith got into it, so we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, we do have some audio here, actually, uh, for you as well. This one's not to be celebrated so much no. as uh, we have to report about a uh, Canton police officer got himself in trouble. Now, I believe this is actually going all the way back to St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And Fox 8 has a little audio on what happened with a local Canton police officer. Let's uh, roll that for you now. It's 6.15 p.m. on St. Patrick's Day, and Jackson Township police receive a complaint that a man has been asleep behind the wheel of a running car in the parking lot of a restaurant in the Belden Village area. Don't do that. Yeah. You're going to get into serious problems there. People uh, people are like, oh, dude, I'll just go sleep it off for a little while. Yeah. In your car, I'm telling you, it, it sounds like a good idea, but given... Some of the circumstances, you can't do it. If you're going to do it, you better lay your ass down in the back. Yes, we'll get into that here in a minute. And is occasionally revving the engine. A witness tells the officer... Sounds like there, if you're occasionally revving the engine, is your, your foot is slipping as you're sleeping it off and hitting the gas pedals. What I would assume happened there. Again, I, I'm projecting that. A witness tells the officers that the driver did not respond to several attempts to wake him up. Hammered. And you got to... Hammered. It's a weird place for bars to be, especially on like a St. Patrick's Day or something like that. You're, you know, you're trying to make as much money as you can, mm-hmm. but you're trying to keep everybody but as morally, safe as you right. can. And, and, and I guarantee you there's that... Legally. Is hey, legally. hey, there's that guy passed out in the car. Go wake him up, dude. Let's get this taken care of before we have to get the cops involved. Just go knock on the window and he gets up. Because the problem is, is that he's drunk and he's parked in front of your bar. So who's exactly. somebody going to point the finger exactly. at? So they're going to point it at you. So, you know, I, I know you've told that story plenty of times where you were drunk at Steak and Shake or some some restaurant, you kept falling asleep, kept falling asleep. At the counter, I was waiting for my food. Well, and it's like, dude, we can only give you so many chances before I have to call the cops. I gotta intervene here, otherwise I look like I don't care about what's happening. Officers are surprised to learn that the man who had been behind the wheel is off-duty Canton police officer Billy Lott. Oh, that's not good. No, that is not. That's not good. The 37-year-old Lott tells them he had been drinking at a nearby sports bar and was waiting for his fiance to get off work at the restaurant. Lot says he thought he was doing the right thing by, quote, sleeping it off in his car. Come on. Come on. Now, if, if you or I or anybody who should happen to be listening right now said that, I'd be like, yeah, I could get, I could understand why you would think that. A, the car shouldn't be on, yeah. so let's say that. But a police officer, you don't get to be conveniently dumb in this situation right. when you know for sure, or at least you should. Should, you should know. You don't get to be conveniently dumb. And I, you know, it's not to come down against the concept I'm of not, sleeping right. it off because, like you know, you said, if you, if you did this responsibly, I think you could make that a reasonable argument. But when your when your foot's on the gas, your car's turned on, and people are knocking on the window. It, it, it's not what you're doing. I, you know, I, 
Not that I feel bad for somebody who gets arrested for DUI because it is a decision you made. Right. Okay. But I'll tell you who I do, and I don't feel bad for him either, but it would be an awkward situation is to be the arresting officer of one of your own like that. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's a little bit, it's like, dude, this isn't you beating up your wife. This isn't you brandishing a weapon and shooting somebody. This isn't murder. Like, it's bad. But to feel like, man, I got to do this to one of my guys because you know what I mean. It's I, I bet there was there was conflict there in his head. I bet. I, I think. I'm as, I think as a whole, I um I kind of rally against the concept of you know boys in blue uh, helping one another. Uh, right, because at the end of the day, no, it can lead to awful things. Well, nobody's above the law. I mean, sure. nobody should be above yeah, the, above the law. And I I, I I I I don't love that concept, but I certainly understand why that would be a. Son of a bitch. Like, dude, if I had why to do you put some... me in this situation, bro? Right. Why, why, why do I have to do this right now? Like, if I had to turn somebody in for something, it would be harder for me to do that with you than just some random person. Right. See what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. He becomes angry when officers tell him that because he is in physical control of the car while under the influence, he is breaking the law. That's the car being on. On. Right. Now, I had heard this. Now, again, this is like one of those things where I had heard it back in the day. I don't know what the, the exact rules are, so I don't want anybody to quote me on this. But I was once told this, and so this is what I have done. Because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to lie and say I never slept in my car outside of a bar. Of course. Done it a hundred times. But what I was always told was don't ever have the keys in the ignition because then it looks like your intent was to drive. Right. And you just fell asleep there or whatever. And so what I've been told is what you do is you sleep in the, in the front seat. But you take the car keys and throw them into the back seat. See, I would do the exact opposite. I'd be in the back seat. No way I'm sitting in that front seat. Because as soon as I sit in that front seat, it looks like the intention was for me to drive. I got in the car to drive, but passed, passed out. out. Right. To me, that seems like the bad idea. Going Ooh. in the back seat and like, or even the passenger seat. Dude, I'm hammer drunk. I, I I couldn't get an Uber. I couldn't call somebody, I guess. But okay, I'm hammer drunk. There yeah. was no other situation. So I slept in the passenger seat. At least you have some sort of like, all right, I see what you're doing there. But I mean, we're introducing logic into drunks. Yeah, absolutely. Which is hard to do. But disagrees. You hear him say there, we can just work this out, okay? Yeah, yeah. no, you can't. No, you can't. According to this police report obtained by Fox 8 News, Billy Lott refused to take a field sobriety test and later refused to take a breathalyzer test. But you gotta let us do our job, okay? Just like you have to do your job, we're trying to do ours. As a result of his refusal, Officer Lott's license was seized and he was cited for right. physical control while under the influence. Right, which is what the they did. The video do. reveals that Billy Lott cursed at the officers and asked them to give him a break. Wow. Asking for it. Like, bro, if you were going to get the professional, like, th- this is, like, right, there used to be a guy on the radio here, and he worked forever at, at Q92, and then he worked for a while over at Mix, and I've heard awful stories about that dude walking into restaurants and saying to people while having to wait for a table, don't you know who I am? If you have to ask, no, they then don't. they don't know, and what a douchey thing to do, and so it's much like the same thing. Like, if you're a cop and if you're going to ask for the professional courtesy, bro, if you were going to get it, they were just going to give it to you. It wasn't going to be like, oh, well, now that you mention it. And uh, the concept of, like, professional courtesy, like, as the cop making the arrest, how about you show me some goddamn professional courtesy? This is my courtesy. job and you know you it know is. It. You know what you have to do in this situation. 
you're asking me to be a dirty cop, right, essentially. Right, you're asking me to be a dirty cop. It's fair point. On camera. You're asking me to be a dirty cop on camera, dude. You screw you, man. Screw you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are kind of putting your brethren into a right. into a very tough spot there. Or how about, hey, I have to deal with enough drunk a-holes on St. Patrick's Day. It'd be nice if one of them wasn't a fellow cop trying to make me be a dirty cop. I have to deal with this. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm arresting people right now, and I got to deal with you. Show me some professional courtesy. Now, the only smart thing he did. The only smart thing he did was refuse variety tests and the breathalyzer test. Now, what will happen there? They said he had to surrender his license. And the cops will tell you, and they told me this too. If you refuse to take these tests, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take your license for a year. Okay? And so that scared me into doing it. Right. And then my lawyer told me, he's like, what were you doing? He's like, if you don't, he's because honestly, and this is kind of true, the field sobriety test and the breathalyzer test, all you're doing is supplying evidence for court. And it's all going to work against you. He said there may have been a chance where we may have been able to get you out of this if they didn't have this. And we and then we, he's like, you get your license back. And I was like, well, in the moment, he's like, I know. In the moment, they know you're going to be terrified. Well, they know you don't know your rights. You, right. Mean, you, they know you hear a year and you freak out and you start to do what they want. So I'll give him that. Like he didn't, like uh, for him personally, nothing he did was smart. But <laughs> if you're going to do that, that was probably the smartest way to go about that's that. That's what I was going to say is that I don't know if necessarily trying to dodge Feels your way. It feels of, weird to pat DUI, him on the back. Because let's be real, right. you, you I don't want to say credit, but you consider your DUI as one to of the turning a, points a positive thing in your life. Ben- honestly, I have told many people in my private life my DUI is the best thing that ever happened to me. And it's because it, 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 it grounded me in a way like no other thing could. And again, I don't, I'm not an alcoholic, but I was at that time using alcohol in my life in a way that was not great. And so I had to look at my relationship with it. You don't have to quit it, but you had to look at what I was doing there. I always say I don't really like to use alcohol to make my life, like, things are tough, so let me drink my way out of it. I don't like to do that. I like to celebrate. Well, I was drinking because my life was tough. And I was, and, and so I, I had to look at that. And it also reminded me, I always say this, I, you know, I believe a lot of Americans have what I have, which is you can be inherently egotistical about yourself and the fact that things happen to other people. They don't happen to you. They don't happen to you. And it turns out, you know what? These things can absolutely happen to me. And it did happen to me. And I think as long, and I've said this many, many, many times, you can make mistakes, but you have to learn from them and then turn mistakes into lessons. And then all of a sudden they're not so bad. And it has changed my life. And I feel like my boss was very nervous about me talking about this from day one here. But I feel like if I, if one person hears me and goes, dude, I don't want to have to go through that. I don't want to have to spend all that money. I don't want everything from my life to be hard for five years because I did this. I don't want to have to go through that. And one person doesn't do it, especially when you talk about something that you can do and somebody can die. I, you know what I mean? I'll take the risk of what happens to my personal like, you know, popularity versus stopping somebody from drinking and driving. And I'll be that one person, dude. You and your your tale of this and the... the, the, the that the pop very- evil show. What I remember in the parking lot, I said, dude, we're getting an Uber. We're not... We don't do this. You've, you've, you, you've made it very like, you know, dude, don't do this. And I'm not like, oh, I needed Stansbury to teach me that lesson. But it is, man. I've seen how much it affected you. And I'm like, dude, I don't want any of that. Yeah, so. it's uh, like I said, I needed kind of something to smack me in the face. And kind of like straighten me out and be like, bro, you got to focus right now. Your your life ain't great. Get it together. You have too much going on. You're too talented. Get it together. And honestly, it really did. It hyperly focused me, and uh, it honestly led ultimately to the best thing that ever happened to me, which was Rock 106.9. So I can't hate it. I I, I wouldn't choose to go through it again. 
But it ultimately, I learned from my lesson. Help me, but I hate having to report on cops not being yeah. right, man. Yeah. I just it makes me nervous. Do we try to be pro cop here? We really do, and uh, yeah, that made me uncomfortable. Ladies, I have fantastic news. Apparently, there's a piece of clothing coming out that is going to make your life that much easier. We'll tell you what that is next on Rock 106.9. It is Fantone from the Stansberry Show here. Tax season right around the corner. You're probably thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with that refund? Well, let me tell you, there is no better investment than yourself, and I'm talking about the Roholt Vision Institute. It's been over a year since I've had my LASIK surgery, and I could not be happier with the results. I'm seeing 2015, people. You could be, too. And before you say to yourself, oh, I don't have the money, or, you know, I'm not a candidate for LASIK, dude, head over to RoholtVision.com and see what their financing options are. See if you would be a good candidate for LASIK. They've got three different locations to serve you, so you are never too far away from world-class eye care. Like I said, go hit up the website, RoholtVision.com. Warehouse. Rock 106.9 WRQK is conducting a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test and should last seven seconds. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. A lot of people ask me, like, where's the best jobs around here? Like, you know people in the community, Stansbury. Like, I'm looking for a new job. Help me find a job. Well, here's what I can tell you. Gervasi Vineyard and the Twisted Olive are both going to start hiring now for seasonal employment. They're looking for their servers, bartenders, hostesses, cooks, dishwashers, pretty much everybody. Villa room attendants, everybody. For their restaurants, the Italian Bistro at Gervasi, the outdoor uh, piazza located beyond the bistro, the Crush House Wine Bar and Eatery. So here's what you can do. You can stop out for an on-the-spot interview at Gervasi, right off of 55th Street in Canton, Tuesday, March 28th from 3 to 5. That's PM. I would hope I wouldn't have to tell people that. Yeah, PM. And then Thursday, March 30th from 5 to 7 p.m. as well. And then the Twisted Olive will do on-the-spot interviews Wednesday, April 5th from 1 to 4 p.m. And then Thursday, April 6th from 3 to 6. Now, they do suggest that you go online and put an application in. They strongly recommend that. Of course. And for details on that and for the jobs, you can find that at GervasiVineyard.com. Bring your resume, dress to impress, get yourself a new job. With this summer coming and all the you know Pro Football Hall of Fame updates and all that stuff that's coming, yeah. I'm telling you that would be a good business to be working at. Javasi's beautiful too, man. It I really just, is. I just think you could make some good money there. I think your tips are going to be really good. Like I, as a bartender, I think about that. I'm like, man, I bet they do well out there. So check that out. You will never lose money, in my estimation. Trying to sell men a product that promises a bigger penis. Oh, yeah. Or trying to sell women a product that's going to make them look slimmer. Okay. I think there's money in both those things. Okay. okay? I think both those... Uh, now, obviously, there are men that want to be slimmer as well. That's well, not solely a, a woman thing. I was going to say, and most women probably want their man to have a bigger penis. Most men probably want their woman to slim down, so it seems like a uh, self-serving cycle there. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit, right? So I think there's a lot of money to be made in, in this space. Okay. I think, and Because what it is, I think most of the time, we know even that when we buy these products, that what the end result's really not going to happen. But... We buy hope. 
You buy the dream, yeah. Yeah, you're buying the dream. You bought the ticket and you're going for the ride. And it takes your mind off of it. If you really think that a two-pack of, of blue pills that you bought at the gas station checkout line is going to make your penis any any better, you're, you are. You're, you're, Welcome you're just, to being a daily listener on the Stansbury Show. You are just buying the dream. And, and you're lying to yourself. And I guess there's a little bit of okay in that where it's like i think people lie to themselves on a regular basis it's not always the worst thing no i do it all the time i think you got to be careful about how often and what it is you're lying to yourself about okay because you can get a little caught up okay this and now again you take my hobby dude there are more products to make you a better golfer than there are products to play golf with like you know what i mean there's more like this club will help you figure out how not to break the swing plane than there are like different types of clubs and of course most of that stuff probably doesn't work. You want to play better golf, find a PGA professional, take a couple of lessons, you're going to play better golf, right? And so none of this stuff really works, but we want to think that it does, so we buy it, and we're, we're, ta- we're buying a ticket for the ride. I mean, a million different workout things, a million different like self-help books. There's a, yeah, there's the a, gazelle. Right, there's a right. million different things that this Deal applies to, but we all, we all have done it at some point. There's nobody on the face of the earth that hasn't been guilty of like buying the dream. Like, oh, yeah, this is going to work for me. No, We've it's not. all been there. No, it's not. Sucker for marketing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you a personal story about me just yesterday and about sucker for marketing. I went to the grocery store, and I don't even know why, because I don't even drink a ton at my house, but I ended up in the liquor store of the Giant Eagle up there on Tusk. Okay. Right? Now, I have a couple of bottles of really good booze at my house, so okay. in case people come over, I have a couple of really good whiskeys. I have a Jameson 12-year, a couple of other good stuff. I have a couple of nice, really nice bottles of vodka, a couple of nice bottles of rum, but the one booze I didn't have was tequila. So I was like, all right, well, let's look. And... I would have never done this, but there it was. The bottle looked cool. The cap looked cool. And on the front of the bottle, it had a big D in like it etched in it because it's De Leon tequila. And so I was like, it has my. No, it's not. You said a big D. I was like, Jesus, Lord, man, what kind of things are they putting on liquor bottles? We'll build the wall. I mean, you you know what I mean? They don't send their best. Just a giant D on the tequila bottle. And so, yeah, it was etched. I was like, oh, it's got my initial on it. I have to have it. You know what? I have a photo of it that I took and sent to somebody else. I was making fun of myself. I'll tweet that out here shortly. Yeah. But, but I was like, it's got a D, dude. It's, it's good. That's my name. At Stansbury shows how you find me on uh, on Twitter and Instagram. But yeah, I'll I'll send that out there and I'll totally write myself out. But like, so we all buy tickets for these rides. Now, women, you're uh, you're gonna have another one coming your way, and I'm telling you, these are gonna fly off the shelf. And what it is is that it's a pair of jeans made by Beja Floor, which is a, a jean company I don't know of. And they're promising that not only are these jeans like slimming fit, like slim fit, okay, but apparently these jeans will reduce your overall cellulite. Now they're going to be under two hundred bucks a pair. Now jeans can be expensive, right? All right, God damn, but under two hundred dollars pair of jeans is asinine. Now you're you're already Ridiculous. asking yourself, and I can hear Fantone asking himself, "How do they do this? This is too good to be true." So they say it lies in the fabric, okay, and it says rather than regular denim. They're made from a technology called Amana. And the idea is that tiny biocrystals. All right. Now we're getting into the science of crystals. <laughs> Ew, your armpits won't smell. No, but tiny biocrystals embedded in the fabric okay. will, will, will like absorb your body heat. And so then they claim that this will then transfer the heat waves back to you for constant skin stimulation. That's believed to create a smoother look. So if you wear these jeans for six hours a day for one month, 
and the genes promise to deliver a visible reduction in cellulite along with smoother, more youthful-looking skin, which women will spend $300 for two ounces of a face cream for. So $200 for a pair of jeans for this lie, I'm telling you. For jeans, because again, jeans you can wear every day. And like skin cream, you, you know, you run out of that, you got to buy it again. Like the jeans will last you forever. I'm telling you, they're going to sell 10 million pairs of these. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly, there's there's a, what do I want to say? There's a huge audience for this. You know, huge. there's women obviously. Literally, huge. <laughs> women obviously um, deal with body image issues on a regular basis. And, you know, uh, plenty of women have cellulite, and plenty of women don't want cellulite. So obviously, there's going to be a lot of of these pairs of jeans sold. I guess the thing that it's going to really dictate of whether it's you know a thousand pairs of these jeans sold or ten million pairs of these jeans sold is does it work? And I don't know if I'm buying into it. I, 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 I what was it? Bio bio crystals. It's bio crystals. Don't uh, make fun. Okay. It works. All right, bio crystals. I don't know. You know, we talked about all those things at the beginning of this conversation: the D pills, the the exercise equipment, all that stuff that you know oh if i just get a shake weight and none of it works (laughs) like yeah if i just get a shake weight dude i'm gonna be fit in no time when was the last time prior to buying the shake weight you worked out like that's where the shake weight work canton hookers wouldn't be 300 pounds (laughs) you know what i mean um as far as these jeans go though um if they work then god bless them and get them out there right yeah i'll tell you why i want these jeans on the shelf it these jeans will finally finally erase the world's first and most loaded question ever. Do these jeans make my ass look fat? How many times you got in trouble for answering that question? Finally, you'll get out of the house maybe a half hour earlier and your wife's ass won't be so fat. We do have some updates and some information about what's happening at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We'll pass that along to you next on Rock 106.9. Very show. On Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. When you're waiting to the Corn Show, 8.30 on the program. We'll pass those tickets out. Uh, Mandy tweets in and says, Sandsbury, I love my shake weight. A girl has to do what she's got to do. Okay. I, I mean. Sure, you can love it. Doesn't mean it's effective. Doesn't doesn't mean it's working for you. <laughs> yeah, right? Mandy, sorry. I loved a lot of my girlfriends. They didn't do anything good for me. Get hooked up with corn tickets, 830. Now, however, uh, we got uh, well another piece of audio here, and this one is on a positive note for Canton, Ohio. Last one, not so much, but this one is here as uh, uh, you're going to get a little updated of what's happening with the Pro Football Hall of Fame project now. Rising literally from out of the ground all around Canton's Pro Football Hall of Fame are the beginnings of what those here like to call the most inspiring place on earth. Jeez. That is- that's lofty there. It's a lofty thing, but I mean, you know, it's uh, this is where greatness lives. So I, uh, I think it's an appropriate tag. Yeah, I mean, it sounded like a, you know hyperbole at first, but I, you know, it may be true there. That's an appropriate tagline. That is going to be where the hotel is. Driving past the Hall of Fame, the most obvious changes are taking place at the new Tom Benson Stadium. And they are. I mean, we you know we drive by that thing every day, obviously, right. to get to and from the office. And I mean, you just you notice a little bit more every single day. We um have a pretty good connection at the uh, construction company that's running the Pro Football Hall of Fame yeah, revitalization. And uh, last year at about this time, we went out and took like a tour of it. I think we need to do that again. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. You know we should I mean? reach we out should, to him. We start poking around, making that happen. Yeah, but. I think yeah, that's a good idea unlike any other in the world. This is unique. This is the stage. A big roof goes on top of this stage. For the game, we can actually pull out the bleachers. But for our enshrinement, this is where it happens. This is the podium. We'll have 130. Okay, now you can't see that, but what he's showing you there is, and this is cool, like I hear this is actually one of a kind thus far, is 
the performance stage is actually built into the stands right. itself. So like the concerts will happen like pretty much like right up on you. The enshrinement will be like right up on you. And they're actually building it into the venue itself. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's not removal. We bring this in when we need it. You're right. It comes out of. of right. Yeah. And, and, and it'll be really cool. I, my guess is during other games and things like that when like there's not bands playing is that they'll, it'll be special seating. Right. And like kind of, you know, VIP, that kind of thing. We'll have 130 of our Hall of Famers behind the new class. Across the way there will be a spectacular new press box. Bulldozers are also already excavating ground outside of the Hall of Fame for the beginnings of Johnson Controls Hall of Fame Village. You'll hear Johnson Controls more and more frequently read in the repository. on a money. Right, and that's kind of the, the, the point I was going to try to make, is that not a lot of people are really familiar with that company, but it's going to essentially change our county for the rest of forever. Like, the, the amount of money that that company, and I don't know, I'm not 100% sure of, like, why they decided to get involved in this, and what was the, um, what was the... So people kept saying Johnson Control? Well, I, I mean, mean... And for that reason alone, I mean, that's why you do, I mean... Just to me, it seems like, well, this isn't like a forward-facing company like Pat. Pepsi. Like Pepsi sells to us. Pepsi sells to the general public. I don't think Johnson Controls necessarily does. It's so. kind of like when you watch IBM commercials. Right. It's like, dude, what was this targeted to twenty five guys right now? Right. Three M commercials. I always felt like we're the same way. Where it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, sure, make tape better. I guess. Like, <laughs> dude, uh, yeah, Scotch sold it to me. But I mean, they are the the when it comes to the finances of this project, they are the bread and butter. They're the people who are making it happen. Yeah, um, a ton of money. So I'm not a hundred percent sure of what Johnson's Controls does, but if I ever have the opportunity. Opportunity, I will support them fully. So listen to this. You're getting restaurants, retail, obviously some residential. They say it's going to be around a 200 million virtual reality attraction. Dear God, man. That's awesome. About six weeks, we're going to break ground on a five-star hotel. Is that David Baker there? That is David Baker, the mountain of a man in Canton, Ohio. Yeah, dude. like there's that guy in Game of Thrones called the mountain. That was played by David Baker. <laughs> He is literally the biggest man I've ever seen, I think, in person. So I t- so my buddy Nick, who right. I went to high school with, was a huge Raiders fan. Right. Right? And they had one of the all-time... They had Marcus Allen came down to like speak at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he reached out. I was like, bro, can you take me to see Marcus Allen? So I made a few calls, and I, you know, I took my buddy to see Marcus Allen. Right. And uh, that felt awesome, by the way. And so David, nice. yeah, David Baker comes in and shakes both of our hands, shook my hand. And my buddy just, just like, who was that? And he sat like right in front of us. And I'm not trying to be, I would never try to be mean to this man ever, but, and it, not because he's fat, but I was worried. I was like that chair, like just because he's mammoth, like that, it's just not built for like a guy that size. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can, I can make chairs questionable. And that dude's like, (laughs) I mean, he is huge. Um, I I can't remember what event it was, but it was something downtown and me and my girlfriend were walking through the streets. I think it was light up Canton. Oh, something like that. And I see, and I see David Baker and I'm like, babe, I have to go shake this dude's hand. I have to tell him, thank you for being such a big part of revitalizing this city. Like I, you know, I really wanted to, you know, sure. I go up to him and I shake his hand and honest to God, dude, shook your forearm, right? Well, it felt like it either a felt like I was like shaking like a baseball glove or B it felt like I was a little kid again. And I was like shaking my dad's hand and I'm just like, Oh my God. I mean, he's got like bratwurst for fingers. And, like, like His hands are mammoth. I mean, I'm a tall dude, but he's tall in just like a mountain. Is he man. taller than you? Um, I think he's probably an inch shorter than me, but like it doesn't matter because he's just so much more like, I'll tell you the, 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 the fact, about that guy that they told me where I thought honestly I was being punked right when I first moved here I thought they were like hey let's see what the idiot DJ will believe but they introduced me to him and as he walked away from us somebody said to me here's the thing about that guy 
didn't even play football. Right. Played basketball. Right. And I was like, oh, no. my guys, come on. No, he's in the Hall of Fame, Guys, right? we're, you know what I mean? He's like the curator of the Hall of Fame or whatever. It's like, dude, guys, come on. Like, I'm not an idiot. And they were like, no, you aren't. And like, they had to pull it up. on Like, they had to show me, like, the wiki page. I didn't buy it. Excavating ground outside of the Hall of Fame for the beginnings of Johnson Control's Hall of Fame Village. About six weeks, we're going to break ground on a five-star hotel. That's awesome. Uh, right after that, we're going to break down on a Center for Excellence, which will be right over there in the west end zone of Tom Benson Stadium. Now, that Center for Excellence, um, that is going to be essentially like a, a youth facility for like you know teams around here and stuff like sure. that. But it'll also be um, used for, uh, what do I want to say here? When they do like trainings of coaches and trainings of referees and different things like that, the Center of Excellence, that's going to be a big... Uh, I feel like my last name should be slapped on that, right? <laughs> the the Center, for Center for Excellence. I feel like it just, it's got a good ring to it. Very soon we will see the start of what is billed as the world's greatest sports bar, restaurants, and shops. The world's greatest sports bar? The world's greatest sports bar? If Canton, Ohio has the world's greatest sports bar? Come on, dude. Well, here's the thing. You can't botch it, so I bet that I bet it'll be pretty close, right? And it, I, it will have to be immersive, I would imagine. Right. So it's, So instead of, like, here's a TV and wings, my guess is you're going to get a little bit of, like, an ESPN zone type feel. Wait, Fun John, and games. Here's John Randall and <laughs> It'll be a little bit Dave and Buster's ish, I bet. Well, and and, and you got to think too, where like I mean, I'm guessing no slight against BW threes, but BW threes doesn't have nearly the access to the to the world of sports like the NFL Pro Football Hall of Fame does. I mean, like just think about like the merchandise, merchandise, right? And like the the the, the decor you could put on the walls just because you have access to it. It'll be the Hard Rock for football, right? Which will be great. What the the Hard Rock, you know what what the Hard Rock is, right? You know what the best of it. Very soon, we will see the start of what is billed as the world's greatest sports bar, restaurants, and shops. Soon after, the summer enshrinement will come a new football-themed virtual reality attraction. And it's going to be about a $200 million Dear virtual God. reality attraction. It's going to have a water theme park, another hotel attached to it. Wait, hold on. So... Is the water park virtual reality? No. No, there's a virtual reality like you know theme like like because well, like, like, you're gonna get to play football with that I think. And there's gonna be a virtual reality like section of it. You know what I mean? Like ah. it's going to be a big like. Hey, but we're getting a water park. A water park as well. Nice. So I mean, dude, I gotta slim down. If I get stuck <laughs> mid slide, imagine that. Yeah, let's go up the stands. Very excellent center. And as he's stuck <laughs> mid slide. And it's going to be about a $200 million virtual reality attraction. It's going to have a water theme park, another hotel attached to it. One of the That's things, awesome. One of the things that I've not, you know, and I don't want to say complained about the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but when I first came here, I kind of observed about the Pro Football sure. Hall of Fame um, is I felt like it was very captured in the past. And there's some value to that in the sense of, yeah, you're a Pro Football Hall of Fame. You're a Hall of Fame, and there should be some it, sort of, you, you should feel like you're talking. It ta- needs to feel like a walk down memory lane. It does. Yeah. But it also needs to be... Modern. It also needs to be sleek and sexy and like attractive to young people because you can't you can't have the library feel and expect people to 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 you know embrace that to put their phones in their pocket and enjoy it exactly yeah no that's true so with this new incorporation of virtual reality and these new different plans it just it just it's like when we when we toured the hall when you you know you take the helmet right I love that part because it's immersive I put the helmet on and now you hear the call from the sideline and it's amazing the 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 the, that in movie thing that they have the there's a million different things that, that you can you can update how you look to the public while still kind of holding on to that history. So listen to this. This just got tweeted in by David Goodhart, who uh, listens every morning, and he does he tweets in excellent information all the time. Johnson Controls 
currently ranked number seventy on the Fortune five hundred. Big company. That's right impressive. There. That's pretty big there. That's a good. That's a good that's partner for Canton, Ohio. For those already familiar with the Hall of Fame, seeing the village move from concept to reality is intriguing. Previously, there were just like stinky uniforms and old footballs, and okay, that's great. But I think there's more interactive stuff that uh, get the youngsters more. Involved. I don't know, man. I mean, did if you told somebody you can smell Brady? Like, I think that would actually sell Right, Captain, Captain Tony and maybe Officer Lamar Sharp would be like, yeah, dude, I want to smell Brady. Everyone else is like, good Lord, dude. I bet Lamar has smelled Brady. We enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great, you know, the, all the history. But, yeah, to expand it, sounds great. It is going to create billions of dollars for Northeast Ohio. The momentum what? that will build off this when we're bringing people here for three, four, five days, they're going to want to see what the rest of great of Northeast Ohio has to offer, and that's where we're going to start to see this impact this entire region. Well, people. unfortunately, you could just stand in the hall and do a 360, and then you've seen about all. <laughs> you've seen about all of it, but no, I. Uh, it's going to be great. It's going to bring jobs. Obviously, people. Oh, it's already brought oh, jobs. Yeah. Plenty of dudes are you know put back to work. So, and women too. I don't mean to make it sound like that, but um, yeah, no. This is. I, I think it's all positive. One of the things that we um, that we we noticed last year when we did take that tour of the of the construction site um, was that this was guys from. Akron, Canton, Cleveland. Yeah, we should local, cancel a lot of guys that day. Local Northeast Ohio guys. And, 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 you know, obviously that's just the construction aspect. As this moves forward and as this turns into what, you know, is essentially being called the Disney World of football, obviously this impacts things in a huge way. And I, I always bring this point up when we talk about the Hall of Fame is if you're a young person in Canton, Ohio right now, if you're under the age of 25 and you're thinking about where do I need to go with my career, where's the opportunity in this place, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing with life, dude, go. Go fill out an application at the Hall of Fame today. I today. talked I talked to a woman there one night while we were there who kind of is a success story of what you're saying. Like, she went there and she took some job. Like, she just took any job she could get at the right. Pro Football Hall of Fame, right? And because she's a hardworking person, decent and all this stuff, right. it's now a few years later and she's, like, approaching a management position there. Right. Like, that is going to be one of those things. They're going to be pretty... I would imagine that this is me just guessing, but I would imagine that the Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to be pretty strict about who they allow to work there, right? right? I, I, your resume is going to, yeah, there's going to sure. be a high standard there. But it seems to me like if you get a gig there, like it is one of those organizations where you can be fast tracked, where the ceiling's high to move up, and they like they're going to promote from within because again, the standard's so high of employment. The opportunities uh, that think. are going to be in front of people as as this mo- as the project moves forward, we don't even fully understand them or see them yet. When you're opening up a two hundred million dollar virtual reality center, think about think about the technology that goes into that. Think about the jobs that go into that. Things that we can't even like. Oh well, yeah, you could you could mop the floors, or you could be the dude taking. Care of the VR headsets and stuff like that. So there's just so many opportunities within this. I, I, like I said, dude, if you if you're a young person looking for like a way in life, dude, I'd be at the Pro Football Hall of Fame right now. All right, well, I'm getting off work here in about two hours, <laughs> so I'll head down there. We're gonna get you guys hooked up with a pair of corn tickets after Marcy Playground next on Rock 1069. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. If you're looking for jobs, check this out. Gervasi Vineyard and the Twisted Olive both looking for some uh, seasonal employment. So if you're a server, bartender, hostess, cook, dishwasher, there you also need grounds and maintenance crew, villa room attendants as well. Here's what you're going to do. Stop on out for an on-the-spot interview at Gervasi Vineyard, 
Tuesday, March 28th from 3 to 5 p.m. And then again Thursday, March 30th from 5 to 7 p.m. Or at the Twisted Olive, you can uh, go out there for an on-the-spot interview Wednesday, April 5th from 1 to 4 p.m. or Thursday, April 6th from 3 to 6 p.m. Now, they do recommend you put an online application in first, Mm -hmm. and you can get that and more details at the employment page at gervasivineyard.com. I uh, I got to take my girlfriend somewhere this weekend. I got to take her out somewhere. I feel like somewhere swanky too, um, to kind of give her the hey, babe. I'm proud of you for buying a new car. So uh, maybe uh, maybe the twist it all will be the uh, be the spot date night with the Fantones. I bought a car. Where's my swanky dinner? <laughs> oh, speaking of swanky dinners and Stansberry and and, and all that and whatnot, um, I I think if I'm not mistaken, it's supposed to be some sort of a date tonight, right? So yeah, I but I don't think this is happening now. <laughs> my mother is going to be so upset about that. I my, my buddy's girlfriend uh, like has a coworker at the restaurant where she works that she thinks that would be a good fit for me. So my buddy and I were having lunch in her restaurant the other day, and she said, hey, see that girl over there? You think she's cute? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to try to set up dinner for all of us. Right. And we both had agreed. Right. And nobody's reached out to me over the last couple of days to set, like, you know, um, the the whole situation up. So I don't know if maybe she was unable to find a babysitter because she does have a son. So maybe it's like one of those things. I don't know. Maybe she can't find a babysitter or maybe... Possibly, I feel like since this is a a third party, a th- you know, a blind date sort of situation, maybe this chick's like, dude, I don't know, I can't go out on a date with this well, some guy I don't know. Character. Sure, right. So I, I don't know. Maybe it's a possibility. I, but I hope it happens for you. My I, mother does too. She was really interested. She's like, tell me about Stansberry's date. Well, here's what I'll tell you. It's going to be 63 degrees today, <laughs> and so I'll now again. I could play afternoon golf and then still go out to dinner, obviously, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's happening or not. I've, uh, I will, I, and here's what I find interesting, is that I didn't inquire either. Right. You know what I mean? Like normally, you if you were really excited, you would like reach out and be like, "Hey, are we still going to try to play this? Hey, maybe let's go here. Maybe we'll think about this restaurant." And I was like, "Eh, let's just see if this comes together." The hypothetical you would do that. The the greater you, but the you, Dan Stansberry, dude, that is that Stansberry one hundred and one. Yeah, I'm gonna go out on a date, or yeah, I did go out on a date. She was good, liked her, blah blah blah. Never calling her again. That's you to a T, bro. I've seen that happen twelve times in the three years we've worked together. All right. I mean, right, right. That's you all the time. But dude, why is it important to you that, that it's like, you know, just once a day, just admit it. You're awful. You're the worst. You don't know how to handle this. Right, right, right. Like, what is it? It's I think Friday, bro. Like, I can't just get my weekend started. Nope, dude, we forgot to remind them that you're awful. Nobody loves you. <laughs> Say it out loud. Where does this eating disorder come from? <laughs> Is it from the constantly of me of ripping open every wound you've ever been issued in your entire life? I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to trying to get to that. Yeah, to that well, I'm just trying buried. to get to the point where I get to watch you burn in hell. <laughs> I don't know why. You're all right. I guess <laughs> you're, you're not the Jeez. worst person I've ever met. Jeez. All right. I will never, and, and I posted this, uh, you know, via our, our, our Facebook pages. Okay. A little piece of video. We're going to run the audio here for you. And I will never understand, having grown up the son of a minister, okay, I just, my father wouldn't have been this guy. Like, he just would have never been this guy. And so I will never understand the desire that some, reli- and I want I want you to understand what I'm saying here. Some religious people, not all not indicative of the overall theme of religion, but the I will never understand the desire that some religious people have of turning gay men straight. Also, I will point out 
You never see this with, we have to turn lesbians straight. Um, you never see that. Lesbians are so often ignored in, in, in situations like this where, like, gay dudes, something about them, it's just, like, I don't want to say more offensive to these types of people, but, but there's something about it that's more in your face about it. Drives it home, maybe. Right, right, right. Pile drives it in. Emphasize it all. The driving it home. Drives drive it, it. <laughs> drive it home there. Um, Yes, but the thing I'm going to say about that and, and the concept of, like, salvation, I guess, is that it's not... It's it's no I feel like one religion over another because like the spreading of your religion Jeez. even though you know some people are gonna say well it's like spreading herpes is an important part of it like 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 getting the How word out there well I mean what was one of Jesus's big things is go sing it from the mountaintop right and I mean you know there's a million different I- examples of like well I think that was the sound of music well I mean you, you, you spread the word you know what I mean yeah speak, speak yes. you know speak highly of, of of the Lord or whatever um I just feel like that's a part of a lot of religions for some reason or another is and it's because if you don't do it, it it'll it'll cease to exist eventually you have to spread the word you okay. probably want to spread the word to the lowest of the sinners and obviously uh, a lot of people feel like the gays are as low as it gets on the bar there okay so. well i would like to combat that by saying being gay is not a sin no i, I agree ha- I don't, I don't have know. the sex yeah right as long as you're both over the age of 18 and you want to have sex together have the sex hell if there's three of you all three of you all four of you ten of you i don't care now, see, that's a dinner I would have RSVP'd for. That's very good. It's the buffet. Jeez. Jeez. But I don't understand the desire or the obsession with turning gay men straight. I, I don't get it. And so, like, I posted that via the Facebook page, and somebody said to me, isn't this exactly like the obsession of gay men trying to turn straight men gay? And I was like, I don't hear about that as often. And I guess the thing about that is... I don't hear about that as often. If if you really are doing that as a gay man trying to get a a straight dude to go gay, that's a sexual desire of yours. This isn't a sexual desire of of the church. This is just like, hey, we think what you're doing is wrong. I'm trying to get a straight dude to sleep with me. It's just I think you're so hot that I want to sleep with you. I mean, how many times do you try to get a beautiful woman to sleep with you? I was going to say, yeah, you can equate that to to, to, nailing a chick who's out of your league. Right. And every guy tries to do that. Honestly, most guys end up doing it by default just because most women are so much better looking than most of us. Right. So desperate for a decent human being to be their partner. Guys, it's not that hard, man. Just listen to her. Pay attention to her. She's going to love it. And there I am on the show. (laughs) Nobody will call him. It's Friday night. No date for Stansberry. Nope. No love. (laughs) Gets love from glazed donuts, he does. (laughs) Glazed something else. Jeez. Jeez. Back it up. Jeez. So we have a piece of audio of again of a pastor. Now he he's just basically telling us a third party story. He heard this story and is relating it to you on how gay men at least one time were turned straight. Take a listen to this. I read a testimony today about an owner of a bar who was gay, and uh, this is crazy. Now I'm not saying this is going to work okay. for you. This is crazy, and he's right. Okay, let's just, you know, he set it up that way, but listen to this. But some uh, hookers that were in his bar got saved. And Hookers in the bar got saved. I feel like that's just kind of a big, like, well, there's some hookers and they got saved. Like, well, what, what, what hookers were they? What were he the did, hookers? he kind of like blew that by you. Like, no that's big not, deal. They got saved. <laughs> right, they're, like, that's not weird. The hookers, they're saved. And uh, they got saved because one of the guys who used to hang out there got saved. And, and, uh, they uh, baked a cake for the owner of the bar, who was gay and very adamantly anti-Christian. And they, they basically prayed over the cake 
It was an anointed cake. <laughs> no. No, it wasn't. An anointed cake. An anointed cake. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. And they made the cake and gave it as a gift. And when he ate the cake, I know this is strange. This is Ed Silvoso's testimony. It's not mine. The power of God hit him while he was eating the cake. All right, now that has happened to me. Okay? I have seen angelic light. I've seen angels. Maybe it was just chest paddles. But, I, but, but dude, the food has brought out religious feelings in me for sure. And he went back to the, to the, to the, to the guy at the bar and they, and they, that had given it to him, but he knew it got religion. And he said, what the heck? He said, I had a weird experience eating your cake. And he said, well, that was the presence of God. He ends up leading the guy to the Lord and baptizes him. And when he gets baptized, the guy gets delivered. And the spirit that was working him got broken off. I'm telling you, it's a story. <laughs> well, it's a story. I mean, yes, it, that's a story. So if you weren't able to pick all that up, here's what happened. Couple of prostitutes, yeah. Ba- baked a cake for the bar owner. Saved prostitutes. Sorry, yes. An anointed cake. They had seen. They had seen Jesus. <laughs> it's an anointed cake. Get it right, Sam. Had made the anointed cake, gave it to said bar owner. He eats it. The anointed cake turned straight and then became a Christian. I don't. What? First of all. Let's not pretend any two hookers could bake a better cake than a gay dude. Like, like, right? Like, let's get that out there. Didn't even think about it, but good point. <laughs> so so let's, uh, let's get that. It's pretty much hostess or the gay dudes are making better cakes than, like, hookers. So I'll go with that. And nothing, you know, I was going to say nothing you could put in somebody's mouth would turn them straight. But honestly, maybe you, maybe you could. But it's not going to be cake. I mean, nobody buys this as, like, reality, right? Well, yeah, I guess, I mean, somebody's watching the 700 Club. Exactly. I mean, somebody's doing it. And plenty of people out there still buy into the to the you know, thought of gayness being a choice. And with that being said, I think it's not too not too difficult to, to wrap your head around, if that's what you think, not too difficult to come to the conclusion that, well, if... Well, if, I guess, hold on, though, because you bring up an interesting point. Because sometimes... Gay activity is a choice, right? Because there are bisexual people. So at that point, you're choosing then to have sex with well, men and women. Um, Well, yeah. I mean, we're choosing who we have sex with all the time. I just don't know if you're necessarily choosing who you what find. Your desires what your are? desires no. are. So like, no, 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 no. So yeah. It's not, I we're mean, splitting hairs. Yes, it's, it's a choice when I have sex with my girlfriend, but it wasn't necessarily a choice that I'm attracted to women. No, I, right. Like I'm, like, I'm attracted to different women than you are. Right. It's just, and you know, it's not like you, you design that. It's not like, you know, right. I want to be attracted to women that look like this. Right. We all, you know. You kind of like who you like. like You see something and it just makes you go, oh, God, I want more of that. I will never understand the obsession of turning gay men straight. I don't get it. You're not going to do it. Because, like I said, if they think that this is a choice that they're making, well, I can make a compelling enough argument. And whether that's via cake, whether that's via threats of damnation, whether that's... First of all, there is no verbal argument that's going to be stronger than the way a vagina feels. That's the yeah, best if you're not into ever. it, you're not into I it. I mean, dude, I'm telling you. Dude, Disneyland can call it the happiest place on earth all they want. <laughs> no, it ain't. Freshly shaved and really tight is the greatest place Jeez. on earth. And everybody knows that. If that argument doesn't get a guy, there's no argument to be had.
What about cake? It's really good. You're going to like this cake. Hookers Dude, made it. I love cake, but if you told me I could never have another piece, but I got a couple of 22-year-olds waiting in my house, guess what? I'm giving up cake. Mm. Please don't put me what in about, that predicament. What about all cake products? We're talking cupcakes, cakes, you know, like, I don't know, Stansberry. Yeah, I think I put them on the shelf. Crumb cake, devil's food cake, angel food cake, all yeah, of it? Yeah, because screw cake, because technically pizza's <laughs> pie there, so as long as I don't have to throw away pies, I'd be good there. We have corn tickets. They're playing August 2nd. Out of Blossom. Let's pass those out. We'll take caller 25 right now at 1-800-243-7625. Wait, do I have that right? I don't know. I don't even know what you just said. I'm not going to lie to you. Repeat it. It's 1-800-243-7625 is the phone number. We'll pass out corn tickets. We'll take caller number 25. Get into more Sansbury Show after Weezer next. Hang on. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Just another reminder, coming up Monday morning, 8, 10 a.m., we're going to make a major concert announcement. And we're the kind of show that makes fun of, like, radio stations and, like, major announcement. Major announcement. But, like, the band themselves has not made the announcement that they're going to play. And so you can't get this information anywhere but here as of yet. So Monday morning, 810, we'll tell you about a big show, Rock 106.9, bringing to Canton. And that's important. Like, we're bringing this show here. Yeah, it's a Rock 106.9 production. The Rock Mother production. And uh, I'm telling you, I, I now I have disagreed with somebody in the building. And I, I know more about this than this particular person. And no, I know the venue and I know the band. And I said, oh, that's a sellout for sure. I was like, that's a sellout for sure. Yes. And he's like, I don't know if you're right about that. I said, I'm telling you, I bet we could sell it out twice. Yeah. Yes. You know, you know, yes. venue, you yes. know, band. Am I, yes. am I right? We're, you, you are correct. Sir. We're selling this out. Yes. No problem. I, I would say we will sell this out quickly. So 8, 10 a.m. Monday morning is when you'll get that information. I would imagine we're going to pass out a pair of tickets right after we make the announcement. You and think? I believe we've reached out and we're going to try to get a couple of interviews lined up, uh, you know, between now and when the show should happen. But it's very cool. And no, the concert's not in the parking lot. People ask no. me about this. And I promise you, this isn't that. Like, this isn't like no. I'm like we're pulling like a ruse on you or like a, a rating stunt or anything. That's not what's happening. Early April Fool's Day. We're going to get you. Oh, we're going to get you. No, I'm telling no, you, this not. is awesome. Like, when I read the email the other day. I could, I was taking it back. I was like, I can't believe we're getting it this right. I, I just can't believe it. So we'll do that Monday morning, 8 10. Now, you just heard a little Weezer there, Beverly Hills, sure, right? Sure. Now, I, you know, I'm a Weezer fan. And Beverly Hills is one of those songs that's kind of like infectious. And by that, I mean, it's like you hear it and like, now, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But if you like it, it's one of those things that could build. And build and build, and then all of a sudden now it's an earworm, and it's with you all day. Even, even I mean, whether you like it or not, you can't deny that it has that capability. All day you're going to be like, that's where I want to be! Right, it's earwormish. People at your office are going to be like, dude, shut up. Nobody cares about that. And you're going to be like, no, I heard it on the Stance Break show. i got to keep singing it. And plenty of songs, even songs you don't like, can be earworm. Of course. Right? Of course. And that can be kind of annoying. Like the first moment, the first couple of... You know, hours you have, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that song, whatever. Two days in, you're ready to stick needles in your ears. I, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of a sign of, of, a, of a good song. I mean, that's at the very least, you know, 
it. Well, I, the producer wants it to be that way for sure. I don't want to say that that's like the goal of pop music, and I'm not just saying pop music like uh, Britney Spears. I'm saying like popular, popular. music, popular right. music that's played. You know, you want it to be an earworm. At its best, you can't get it out of your head. Uh, they're already guessing, or they're uh, suggesting is it's obviously Weezer. You just played Beverly Hills. You're talking about Weezer. I promise you this: eight ten Monday morning, the announcement is not Weezer plays Can. Well, what you think we're that dumb? You think we're gonna start giving you guys like a trail of breadcrumbs to follow us along? If you guys find out about this, we get fired. It's right. So like, I'm telling no, you right now for sure, I would. No, we're not. We're not. We're not leaving breadcrumbs for you guys. It's not the Pro Football Hall of Fame concert it for Legends announcement, not. and it's not Weezer. It is not. I'll tell you that Monday night. But earworms are a problem, and people always want to do the same thing. How do I stop this? And they found out. They did a little bit of a test. Three of the most common earworm-inducing songs were by very big, huge artists, obviously. And we have a couple of the big artists that that they list by example here. Little Lady Gaga can get stuck in your head there. And that would. That right there would earworm you for sure. Nobody knows what she's saying, but you sing it and you think you're right about it. Um... Did you obviously Lady Gaga um, made a lot of news with Metallica and you know I heard Maiden or no Anthrax 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 said we'd be, be thrilled to work with Lady Gaga and I hope that happens I really do she's a big Iron Maiden fan too actually I think she roadied for them once uh, back in the day and I would love to hear I would love to hear that collaboration Katy Perry is another one that people just get earwormed with big time and yeah Firework would do it for me. That would earworm me. A band I know you and I both like a little, probably not a ton, but is Queen. And Queen's another one that people feel like they just get earwormed a lot. And the last one, Fantone, is your least favorite. And I don't understand even for a guy like you, and I was interested to talk to you about this because I know, and honestly, it makes me want to choke you, actually. (laughs) For Journey is well known. It's well documented. Yeah. Your hatred of Journey. Like, you know, it's not even like you you. Eight journey. Right. It's not a um well whatever if it's on, it's on. No, journey sucks, dude. I am not a fan at all. Never no at all. no songs have they ever like made where I'm like, all right, well that's that's the one. I don't know. I mean as many hits as they've had, and I find that to be great. This one in particular is Okay. Oh my god. I now like I can understand being tired of this. I could get that. It's, but that's not that. It's you, not tired. You just hate it. Ooh, but they're very and squeezing. Earworm. It was awful. So I have here a couple of ways that they suggest to get rid of earworms, and you're gonna love the last one. So we'll put a pin in that. It's shooting myself when Journey comes on. They say chew some gum to get rid of an earworm. Now, reason is is that moving your mouth using the same parts of the brain used for recalling short-term memories. So they figured out if an earworm is a musical memory, the way to stop it is to block the short-term memory. So chewing some gum will do that. Or smoking some weed. <laughs> like, dude, if that was the case, this wouldn't even be what, Who is this an issue for? Another method of getting rid of an earworm, musical earworm, they say, is to actually just, you know what, pull out the music device and listen to the song itself. Just listen to it. That's what they, I have to do to get over say, the journey. Since God it is the it. repetitive looping of the music that people can often find the most bothersome, playing a song either mentally or aloud all the way to the end can help alleviate the annoying feature of it. I now, guess I, I can would, buy that. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see how it works. I would assume that it would work the opposite way, which is just drive it deeper in. Well, once you've gotten to a certain point, it's like, dude, it's in there and it's not getting out of my head. So you listen to it and, you know, you face your fears. You know, the best way out is through, right? Yes. 
They also say here, let it go, but don't try, which is basically just try not to think about it, which honestly, that's the whole problem is that you Wait. can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I thought of that, dude. It's not working. So, like, we'll skip over that one. They say doing a puzzle. Would have, and I would agree with that. You're engaging your mind and now taking it off of what it's subconsciously thinking about and like focusing it on something else. I could totally see a puzzle taking up enough of your brain to be like to where an earworm gets out of there. But the best way they say, the best way to get rid of an earworm, they say, is by doing what you're doing right now. What's that? Which is listening to people talk on the radio. They say listening to talk show. Being entertained that way is the best way to get rid of an earworm. So if you wake up every morning and you got a song stuck in your head, turn on the Stansberry Show, we'll get it out. That's a great answer, dude. And then we'll shove ACDC into your throat so many damn times you can't help but sing that. Thunder! It's not ACDC either. That's oh. a, although that would be cool, though. Like, if, you know what I mean? If we were announcing ACDC Monday at 8, but it's not. Is it Journey? It's not Journey. Dude, I would tell you if it was Journey. I wouldn't be able to keep that secret. But Monday at 8, 10 a.m., concert announcement for Canton, Ohio. Rock 106.9 presents the show. You're going to want tickets. I'm telling you. You're going to want to go to this. It's the coolest thing this radio station has maybe, uh, aside from hiring us, maybe the coolest thing they've ever done. I can't wait to tell you what it is. Monday at 8. LeVar Ball is a name nobody can stop saying. He's an earworm, some people might say. You could say that. And he got into it with Screaming A. Smith. We'll run that back for you next on The Stansbury Show. Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com. If you're thinking about buying a car, you're probably going to need a loan. I'm going to tell you to look into CSC Federal Credit Union. That's the bank I use. I use them because I like local business. And CSC is locally serviced. Money going to stay right here. Now you're going to need a loan to buy this car. 
So if you go to CSE Federal Credit Union, it's not going to cost you anything to talk to a loan specialist about what your loan options will be, and we can also get you pre-approved. So no matter what you're looking to buy, ATV, motorcycle, new car, second car, RV maybe, CSE will have a loan for that. Check out their website, csefcu.com, for more info and locations. That right there is an RV, dude. I didn't even think about an RV. I should buy an RV. You know, when I was a kid, my grandparents, my mom's parents, you can't call them rich, but they had expendable money. Well, what it was is they grew up in that generation where one income was enough to have a family of five and a house and everything. They owned a couple. Like My my mom's dad was actually like a, um, you can't call him a model. But like he had been in like a couple of magazine ads as like right. a mechanic underneath the car, okay. like working on that, and he was a mechanic, so he had made some money doing that. Right. And they owned a donut shop when my mom was little, so they had owned a couple of businesses. And you know, my, my mom's dad was just—he was a money maker. He's just one of those guys, deal maker, money maker, and the like. So like growing up, like they had a boat. We lived in Aurora Shores. They had right. a boat on the lake, and they right. had an RV. So like summer times. They would pack us in the RV, and we would. We would travel a lot all summer, and it was awesome, actually. Like, they were evil, but like the, <laughs> but the trips themselves were fun. It feels so, like, I don't want to say glamorous isn't the right word to be an RV owner, but there's something like, yeah, dude, you made it, man. Yeah, there's like, nothing glamorous about the, the Esser was full. <laughs> Just cleaning it yeah. out. But there is. There's something that's like, dude, you're on another level. You are a successful person because you own an RV to me. Oh, I think that that's okay. I think that's a fair, you know, that's a fair statement to make. My brother has, uh, has long said, like, if he like makes it big in any of his businesses. He owns about three. If he makes it big in any of them, that that's what he would do. Is right. that honestly he wants to buy like a decked out, like almost like not even RV, almost like Provost like tour bus, like band tour bus, and then wants to just like drive the country and never really live anywhere, but like just travel like that. And I think that would be great. He should probably get that loan at CSE, right? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Might as well go get that loan, baby. We'll, we'll send my brother to CSE Federal Credit Union again. CSEFCU.com. All right, uh, I, your Canton Charge won again last night. Indeed they did, man. So getting closer to playoffs? Yeah, the magic number is one. I think they have three games left nice. on the season. All they got to do is win one of three? That's all they got to do, and they're a lock for the oh, playoffs. I like them. And, you know, obviously there can be other help in the uh, in the D-League if certain teams lose and whatnot. But it was a uh, it was a great night, dude. They uh, they went out to Maine last night. Uh, the, the Charge. Red Claws, right? Indeed. They, nice. uh, dude, they kicked ass last night. There was no question. Eric Moreland with his 24th double-double on the season. Jeez. Uh, Jordan Crawford. Like 50-some well, games. Well worth mentioning that six steals in a game. That's awesome, dude. The Canton Charge playing Sounds high. playing playing good defense, playing playing in the moments that they need to play and hopefully maybe it's a little contagious the Cavaliers can catch a little bit of it, you know. Yeah, man, a lot of good basketball stories going on right now. I said this, uh, you know, a little earlier in the program. I picked the Oregon Ducks to win the NCAA right. tournament. They won again last night, so right. they're getting much much closer. Now, I bet my heart there, not my head. I lived out in Oregon. I kind of have a little love for the Ducks. And so and I was kind of rooting on a duck win. Sure enough, they got it. And another one. Uh, two other good basketball stories, and I guess it's a one for two okay. here. Yesterday, uh, not only was it uh, Quinn Cook, former Canton Charge player's birthday, turned 24. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie Irving turned 25 yesterday, dude. And when you consider how effing good that kid has been in the NBA, and he is just now reaching his physical prime, I, dude, I'm so excited in the window of Kyrie Irving's career right now. We're getting into He's young, We're man. getting into his best years. And, and that's insane to think. Considering how good that kid is, and by been. the time he's thirty, he'll know the world's round. <laughs> he'll finally figure it <laughs> yeah. out. I watched a um a highlight video of his yesterday, and it was just clutch Kyrie? shots. Yeah, it was just clutch shots, like game winning clutch shots. 
14 minutes long. That's how many times that guy stepped up. up in big moments, dude. Mr. Clutch right there, dude. I mean... Is that right? Electric worry clutch right there, Where did bro. you get that? Uh, I'll find it. It was on can, Twitter or something. It was just a video that I saw. Can we get that at yeah, WRQK.com? Probably, probably make that happen. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I'd like people... At, you know, we'll, you know, we'll get Fantone on there. He'll find that. Happy birthday, Queen Cook. Happy birthday, Kyrie Irving. You know, Lamar Sharp. Local uh, Canton police officer yeah. just tweeted at me. He's like, hashtag Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Here's the thing about Lamar. So, Lamar, let me get this straight. You're a New England Patriots fan and a Kansas Jayhawk fan. You like front runners. You like bandwagon teams. But you're also seven feet tall. <laughs> and you carry weapons for a living. So you're allowed to like whoever you want, Lamar. Did, did he play for Kansas? Where did he play? Oh, he may have played football at Kansas, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I know he, he played, played somewhere, football. so it's probably a little bit of the affiliation big, there. Every time I see him, I'm like, that's right, you're huge. <laughs> I shouldn't mess with you on the radio as much. Should not do that, especially since you could pull me over and plant evidence. You never would. But. No, no. <laughs> and yeah, you'd have to plant evidence. Yeah, that's what you'd have to do. All right. Come on. All right, moving on. So LeVar Ball is the father of Lonzo Ball, who will the, everybody's saying this kid's going to be the truth. Like, they're, like, even players are now saying, like, look, his dad's crazy. His dad's saying, you know, he can be, he's better than Steph. He's better than Braun. He's better than Russell. Like, his dad's obviously a little nuts. But even LeBron said, like, look, man, I love watching that kid play. He's something else. And, I, you know, I'll give these newer age basketball players that. That there are at least a, a willing to admit, like, man, that kid's got game. Some of these younger kids got game. Oh. I think in the years past, I think a lot of guys would be threatened by the younger dudes. I feel, well, especially LeBron, feels solidified in his position so he can throw props out there. Game recognized game right there. That's what they say in the, in the youth culture. Yeah. A game recognized game. Little EPMD there. Uh, and so we have Youth a. Culture. <laughs> right now, half a rock 106.9 is like, what? what? EPMD's not the concert announcement, no, right? Like, no, no, it is not. No, it is not. But LeVar Ball went on to one of the ESPN shows. And uh, first take, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it was first take, baby. And uh, they had him talking to Screaming A. Smith. And uh, they end up, I love when Dan Patrick calls them that. So here's Screaming A, uh, sc- actually Screaming at LeVar Ball. You, 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 you going to beat Michael Jordan? You, you taking one-on-one? Okay, hold on. Which is nuts. Right? I mean, he played college basketball, but like a second or third tier program, and he averaged two points. You're talking about, if, if not the, one of the greatest athletes of all time. In Michael Jordan. No question about he's it. He's a top 10 all-time athlete, athlete right? Right. Uh, top you know, 10. Well, LeBron and Jordan and LeBron and Jordan and LeBron. Okay, whatever. We'll, but it's uh, those two. But the, exactly. If it's not, if he's not one, he's 1A. And this is, how, this is how I've always given LeBron credit. I, I, I say he's better than, uh, than Michael right now. I don't know if that's 100% factual. But what I always say, and here is a tip to of the cap to LeBron is, Nobody says Kobe anymore. No. He's taking Kobe out of the conversation. If you're that good where you take Kobe out of this conversation of top two right there, I feel like that's that's good enough for for still currently playing. So we'll continue with Screaming A and LeVar Ball here. You're you, you going to beat Michael Jordan? You, you taking one-on-one? Really? Michael Jordan? Really? I'm just saying, you no, would take wait, Michael wait, Jordan wait, wait, Like wait, I told wait, you, wait, you know better than that. No, you know better than that. Gentlemen, 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 neither of you listen. Let's take a timeout. You take did you hear that screaming over each other? Like, did, uh, what are you guys okay. doing? So shows get bad about this, and it's called right of way. 
is what it's called. Essentially, much like traffic. And this is how every new broadcaster taught this. You come to a four-way stop, there's rules on who gets to go first. To the right of you, that person goes. So the way it works is mic positions. Mic one, mic two, mic three. And when mic one starts talking, mic two needs to kind of like back off and kind of like wait. And you kind of go right right away of one another. You can talk over each other. There's certainly times both of us have done it to each other. But the way I've always been explained it is it's like you can't stand in the same space. I can touch you, but I can't stand in same space as you so like you have to as you radio programmers right they well, love analogies but, but but as you as someone else begins to talk yeah you can touch them but you can't you can't be in the same space at the same time that's and a once, good way to look once at it. you guys start doing that you're screaming over each other you're trying to get the upper hand and it doesn't it doesn't come out well now things will get heated and occasionally you'll break these rules right. and i'll tell you some shows that are really bad at it Real Time with Bill Maher is terrible right. about this. His show is so good, but it is terrible with Right Away on the Mic and all of these ESPN shows. Like, I love Jameel Hill. She's one of my favorite people. I just, she just makes my heart happy, like watching her. She's just fun. But her and that Michael dude that they work, that they work with, it just gets carried away and their EP has no control over the room and it gets a little annoying. Any show Stephen A. Smith is on gets this too because he just is a screamer. So this continues here. Gentlemen, neither of you listen. Let's take a timeout. You take a timeout. Time now see, that's a little aggressive. Oh, I already know what time Guess what the story is now. Who you... Who's better? LeVar or Michael Jordan? Nobody think about no Dan LeVar. Yes, they are. Look at you. Who are talking Now hold on here. Are they thinking about LeVar? Yes, but nobody's thinking about you being in the conversation of being better than Michael Jordan. Nobody's thinking that, right? No, not, like even lunatic, like lunatic people aren't thinking. I don't even that. think LeVar is thinking that truth. <laughs> That's probably fair. LeVar or Michael Jordan? Yes, they are. Look at you. Who are you talking about? Lonzo? Yes, not LeVar. No, I would argue that that's wrong. I would argue that's way wrong. Who's talking about Lonzo Ball? Nobody. I think what they're saying is uh, people are thinking that he'll be a great basketball player. Okay. Is that what's okay? I if that's think. what Steven's saying, okay, maybe. Okay. Lonzo, yes. Not LeVar. I'm saying currently they're not talking about Lonzo enough. They're talking about LeVar. Look Which at what we're doing right now. It's, of course, been the story throughout this entire the whole year. NCAA basketball right. run is that uh, who LeVar cares? Ball. Right. Who is this dude? I don't want to see me. I'm too big, too strong. One-on-one? We talk about the GOAT here, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan, and you running your mouth talking about you're going to beat him one-on-one. Why would you say something so blasphemous? blasphemous? He would need help. Really? He's too really? small. His name is big, and y'all like, it was a 5-on-5. 5-on-5 game, he good. One-on-one, I'm undefeated. Never lost. <laughs> Never <laughs> lost. Okay, the one-on-one argument gets lost on me because the game's not played that way. No. And so that's, first of all, it's not even impressive. And second, Vince Carter, remember we ran this audio just the other day on the program. Vince Carter was afraid to say now he could beat Michael Jordan because he was like, dude, Michael will show up at my house laced up, ready to go, and want to play. Michael's no joke. That's how competitive he is, and that's how he got to six championships, is by being that competitive. Michael just refuses to believe anybody could beat him, even now. Which, you know, and obviously I think to to elevate yourself to, to, the, to the GOAT status, to the greatest of all time status, you have to have a part of that. Right. that. That has to be a real part of who you are. The greatest at anything are awful. Not Awful is not the right word, but they're very difficult people. 
They're 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 ultra competitive. Tom Brady, they say, is the most competitive. Like, dude, I hear like if you beat him to a doorway to go into a meeting, Brady will speed up so he's the first one through the door. Like he did, like that's how competitive Brady is, and like that's crazy. But again, it's how you get to greatness is by always pushing yourself. I have the perfect, what I think is the perfect way to shut LeVar Ball up, and it will never happen okay. because it will shut him up. And I have, I have the perfect way to expose this guy for what he is, which is basically just a hype man, and I, I suspect that his basketball skills are remedial at best, and I have the best way to shut him up forever. And it will never happen because it would shut him up. But LeVar Ball, I, I will throw this challenge out to you. You're better than all these basketball players. You can beat everybody one-on-one, okay? Well, Ice Cube put together the best league to find out if you're any good or not because he's taking old NBA players and they're putting on a three-on-three league. NBA Jam, essentially, is what's happening. So let's put LeVar Ball in the three-on-three league and find out whether or not he can keep with some old, retired NBA players because I suspect since you you average two points in college that you can't do it. Three-on-three is different. LeVar's only good at one-on-one, bro. That's the one. And he's got, he's, that's where his game's the strongest. Maybe he'll take Jordan on a one-on-one. He ain't playing no three-on-three. Because he knows, he, it up. he knows he'd lose. Oh, dude, I played in the Hoop It Up Challenge back in the day. There it is, right there. I did. Stansbury out on I the did. court wearing those little shorts, taking defensive stances. <laughs> Just dropping, you know, bees outside of the body. Right? Aren't I making sense? Let's get him in the three-on-three league. Here's the thing. It continues to do what he wants, which is getting exposure for he and his brand. And honestly, I'm starting to suspect he cares more about the big baller brand than he does his own oh, kid right cares, now. He cares about billions of dollars. There's no right. question about that. Um, I, uh, if you lived in Chino, you would, too. I... I, I <laughs> I, I, Truthfully, I, at this point, I really do have to kind of tip my hat to Lavar Ball. I'm a little really? annoyed with him. I'm a little bit over him, but the dude has made a, a huge name for himself by doing this. And just like I have to tip my hat to Rush Limbaugh, and just like I have to tip my Nancy hat to Nancy Grace, Grace and, and just like I have to tip my hat to people who know what they're doing, even if it's not the most popular thing Skip in the world. Bayless, you could say this right, about right, right. There's plenty of guys on that list who 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 know they're putting themselves out there in an yeah. unflattering light, but continue to do so because it translates into success for them and a little bit of like keep it up man good job for you you know should probably be taking notes (laughs) right probably should be doing that we could not end a friday show without the florida files so you get it next on rock 106.9 show on rock 106.9 welcome back to the sandsbury show on rock 106.9 i've taken multiple messages this morning via the facebook pages and uh like my twitter handle which is at sandsbury show you can find fantone by the way at fantone yeah at sandsbury show is also my instagram handle as well and I've taken multiple messages from all like the social media outlets of people saying, dude, the music has been so much better the last two days. And look, we don't know what's happening. Like I said, I started the show by saying this. I, it just started to happen out of nowhere. Like I bitched and moaned. I bitched and moaned for three years and got told, shut up. You're an idiot. Get out of my office. Shut up. We know more than you. Shut up. We know more than you. And now over the last two days, like 50 songs that when I first started working here, I was like, dude, why don't we play this? Why don't we play this? And why don't we play this? Are now all just being played, and so I'm not, I'm not even, a- I won't even ask him. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Exactly. Just I'm just, it. I'm just happy that what it is is you were right, but I'll never tell you you were right, and so right. I'm just gonna do what you said we should have been doing from the moment I hired you. So thank God. So I'm just happy that you guys are noticing it because that means you'll hang out a little longer, and you'll hear more show and hear better music. Yeah. And again, Monday. 810. 
We're going to make a concert announcement. And again, this goes along with what we're saying. This is some of the better music that you're hearing, and we're going to bring one of those bands to the area, play a venue in Canton, Ohio. Woo, tang, woo, tang. Bro, I Wu, wish. Tang, woo, tang. How awesome would that be to bring Wu Tang here? Maybe we should look into that. Pretty awesome. That would be cool. Let me see what Inspected Deck is doing. Not much, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet playing Buzzman sounds good to that guy right now. Ghostface Killer. A mad dude. Imagine that. Sansbury Show brings Wu Tang Clan to Buzzman. Well, not oh. not too far from what happened recently, didn't uh, Mike from Buzzman? Wasn't he uh, associated with the Jizza on a concert? Yeah, recently? yeah, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to hit up Mike from Buzzman. Yeah, right. Try, trying to meet Inspected Deck. You'll find that out. But Monday, 8 10, uh, you'll get the announcement of who Rock 1069 is bringing to Canton. I love this pick. I love, love, love this pick. I can't wait to tell you Monday at 8 10. There it is. All right. So we uh, we love Florida here yeah. because they just constantly do weird, awful, sometimes horrendous things. Kind of do our job for us. Exactly. Hey, check out what happened in Florida here. So if you're new to the program, it's called the Florida Files, and let's get into it now out of St. Petersburg where Pinellas County investigators arrested a medical assistant mm-hmm. uh, person at an assisted living facility mm-hmm. Wednesday, and this is why. She is being charged with videotaping an older couple having sex in the retirement home. Officials said Alexis Williams, all of 20 years old, recorded an 80-year-old woman and a 59-year-old man. Jeez. Now, I I date a lot with age differences. Sometimes younger, sometimes older. I like, you know, a little bit of everything there. Oh, sometimes older. Yeah. Sometimes. Been a little while on that one. All right, all right. But, dude, you're talking 21 years, 22 years going up to an 80-year-old woman? Like, bro. As you get older, it matters less and less. You know what I'm saying? Those big differences in age, dude. At that point, you're 60 and you're old and you're 80 and you're old. You know what I mean? You're both in a retirement castle. I think you're wrong about that. I think as you get older and older, it matters. Less. Uh, dude, I think at 60, you're still looking at most 80-year-old women like, nah, I don't have to go that route. No, we've talked about it before. There's plenty of octogenarians out there that you'd stick it to. So why is the 60-year-old? I mean, let's be real about it. I your- guess it's possible she's a beautiful 81-year-old. Or that he's a bad 60-year-old. You know what I mean? And at that point, dude, you know, I just, never think about it that way. Just, I'm always looking to give the dude credit. Just slamming wrinkly genitals together. That's what you guys are doing. Uh, she then asked the cop, where's the proof? Yeah. She's like, I'm not saying anything else about my guilt or innocence until they show me the proof that they have. Okay. Investigators now say they have the proof, including a confession, surveillance video, and records provided by Snapchat. Again, nothing you put out in any one of these like like digital uh, things is private or like not going to be able to be found. Right. There's no privacy setting that the FBI or the cops can't get behind. A, unless you're dealing with something on the dark net and then you're in a different world. But to use, to use Snapchat or something like that is obviously a, uh, a, a mistake if you're trying to get away with something. That's pretty stupid. Snapchat's obviously going to work with the authorities. Facebook is obviously going to work with the authorities. They don't want the negative Twitter press. is obviously going to work with the authorities. When asked if they had in their possession the actual video posted to Snapchat late August, investigators told us they could not reveal that information, meaning, yes, we absolutely have it, but we're not going to tell you. We've been watching it. It's gross. Snapchat video typically only available for 24 hours after it is posted unless it is sent directly to another user. And that's why stupid people think, oh, well, you see it and then it like disappears. Nothing digitally disappears. Everything's always going to be there. 
Investigators asked Williams why she recorded the couple. She repeatedly told them she did it for her amusement. She faces one count of video voyeurism and one count of video voyeurism uh, dissemination, the meaning there she was passing it out. Officials from the Bristol Court Assisted Living Facility said she was fired immediately after they learned the incident late last year. And here's the thing. I could see a 20-year-old thinking two old people banging was hilarious and taking video of it. I, we were talking about this the other day. Look, you got to be careful with your camera phone. Like, I know that as soon as something happens in front of you, our instinct, and not just yours, mine too, everybody's instinct is to grab the phone and make sure you have documentation of it. But sometimes you're recording something that's illegal for you to be in the possession of. Right. Sometimes, you know, you're going to put yourself in harm's way. And make no mistake, sooner or later, you are going to point your camera phone at somebody who's bigger, stronger, and tougher than you. And they're going to turn you upside down and take the cha- you know, shake the change out of your pocket. Like, that's gonna, bad things are going to happen to you. I would urge you from now on, when you see something, go, well, I want to record it. But should I? Especially if it's old people having sex. And the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, guys. We should not be doing that. All right. If you're currently 65, right. I want to see if Fanto's right about 65, it. 65, sexy. And you're dating upwards. And you have a sex tape. I want to see. <laughs> oh, I do. I want to see a sex tape. I want to see the the dude's sixty, right. the woman's eighty two. Right. I want that sex tape. We're gonna have to go to one of those retirement homes, but I'm sure we can get it done. I've been trying to curb my appetite, and I feel like that. <laughs> I feel like that might be the best way to do it. We'll <laughs> we'll close out the Stan's Ray Show next. Hang on. Dear family doc, if it doesn't resolve it, safe sex, baby. little doctor advice there, which mm-hmm. you can find at WRQK.com. You can watch the rest of that video uh, that a doctor made of uh, old people catching the herps. She wants them to wrap it up. You brought up a good point, dude. If you're 80 and you're putting a condom on, right? Cares. Dude, thing hasn't worked in, in 17 years. All of a sudden, it's back to functioning. You're not putting a condom on. And who cares? If you get a woman pregnant, you're going to have a 40-year-old child. Jeez. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not like child support's going to be a thing. Right. You're already taking like 800 pills a day. What's two more to get rid of herpes? And don't throw a Valtrex in there. You're going to be fine, Grandpa. Who cares? Jeez Louise. That video online, WRKK.com. Plenty is is the answer to that. Again, one more reminder. 810 Monday morning, we're going to make a huge concert announcement. Finally, we'll be able to tell you. People have been speculating. Yeah. So let me clear this up again. Okay. It is not the announcement for the Concert for Legends. Okay. We will be a part of that, too. Of course. But this is, the, this is not that. And, you know, people are, are, are speculating that it's on who it's going to be. I'm telling you, it's a much more current band than you're thinking. This isn't like farewell tours. No. This isn't reunion tour. No. This is current band on the road. Much newer, much more current than you're thinking. And some of you have noticed a, a little bit of change in the music over the last few days of Rock 106.9. And we uh-huh. agree. We said, we're like, we don't know where this is happening from. Who knows? But all of a sudden now, they just started playing a bunch of the stuff that we've been begging them for for a while. And I'm looking ahead at the rest of the day. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's getting a little far out there for this particular radio station, which is good. I mean, dude, much more Green Day. Dude, we're like, Rock 106.9 doesn't play 311, right? No. We play 311 now. Jeez. 
And again, I'm not the huge, the, not the biggest 311 fan, no. but as a guy who programs rock stations, I understand that they should be part of what happens. Yeah, I mean, I hate Journey, but dude, don't stop believing. People love it, so <laughs> it's not about me. It's I mean, about them. Dude, looking at this, you're getting much more Nine Inch Nails, nice. much more 311, like much more Seether, okay. much more Shine Down, okay. much more, uh, dude, a bunch of good stuff. Right, baby. I like it. Dude, I got to tell you, this Friday's log looks pretty damn good. I like it. God. What is going on here? Do I have to start giving the radio station credit? Right, dude. All right, so we're playing. maybe that's what it is. Maybe they're just like too retired to bash. We're, we're playing. We're playing good music. We're bringing the Wu Tang Clan to Canton, Ohio. Wait a wait minute! A Don't wait, do that. Wait. That's, that's not do true. That. That's, that's not. not that's that is not, not true. That's not true yet. <laughs> we're working on it. We I know am people. I am gonna make some calls and see if I can get the Wu. Because uh, that would be awesome, and I think people would love that, actually. But Monday, 8, 10 a.m., we'll make a huge concert announcement, uh, bringing a pretty big, pretty big band to Canton, Ohio. Yeah, exciting. Uh, play right here for you, so that's going to be cool. You got big plans for the weekend? Uh, nothing too crazy. I got I got I got some family stuff that I'm going to have to do. I uh, I think I'm going to do my taxes over the weekend. I've been uh, kicking, me too. I've been, I've been kicking that can down the street for some me reason. Me too, which yeah. I, I want the money. No so sense. I don't, right. You're going to get money. Why I don't do it. But uh, other than that, pretty low-key. Oh, you know what? Those Sunday afternoon, I will be a part of a very special uh, Canton Charge event, which is going to be for uh, season ticket holders. Ah, that there's, will be fun. There's like a um, a team dinner that they get to be a part of, and a lot of uh, you know questions and answers and stuff like that. So I'm excited to do that. What about you? What you got going on, big guy? Honestly, I didn't have a whole lot planned, but right. a buddy of mine just texted me. He's like, "Yo, man," he's like, "We're we're one short for a really good foursome of uh, of golf today." Oh, of golf, okay. Yeah, of, right. um, <laughs> just one short of a foursome. Get in here, big guy. Yeah, he hit me up. He's like, "Dude," he's like, "Me, my brother, and a really good buddy of mine are going to play. We need a fourth or." Interested, right. so I was like, I gotta like sit here and watch like this band for our sister station. I gotta oh, pretend God. like I care about this, even though oh, I don't God. at all. I had never even heard of them, so I'm, I'm gonna have to like FaceTime people and do that, and then then I'm just running out and playing in a little golf. There was a little bit of me that's like, dude, let's just blow it off. Who cares? We're the number one show. But he came, came in. He the, came in. He came in and asked like they they always like anytime like an artist is coming in, and it's not for your like station. Like they'll send an email out saying, hey, this is kind of happening, and it's kind of you're being leaned on a little. Right. Like you can tell. You're you're being leaned on, but then he came in here today and said, "Will you guys actually do me this favor, and will you please stay?" And I was like, uh, "I mean, I mean, when he when your boss asks you to your face, you do it. you're doing it you because do it's it. like, let, I mean, is he going to fire us if we don't go? No. no, of course not. But what I don't want is this to be something that carries over. Now we get into a heated conversation next week, and now I'm the guy who like did that thing and also didn't sit around for Ocean <laughs> Park Suicide Squad or whatever the hell they're called. And God forbid, stands. <laughs> and Fanta don't have to sit around in an office for an hour just to see some stupid band play. I got stuff to do. Let me out here, dude. I'm trying to blow off and play golf all afternoon. Let me go. Guys are out there breaking rocks with hammers right now, and you and me are like, ah, dude, it's going to be tough for us to stay here till 11. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's a good life, dude. It's a good life. (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to do it, man. So aside from that, we are done. Monday morning, 8-10 on the Stansbury Show, you get hooked up with the concert announcement and a pair of tickets for it. So we'll see you guys Monday morning. We start live 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. Have a great weekend.